listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Give me my check. Put some respect on my check. Or pay me in equity. Watch me reverse out of debt. He got a bad bitch, bad bitch. We live in lavish, lavish. I got expensive fabrics. I got expensive habits. He ain't wanna roll with me. He wanna like the road of weed. He wanna be with me. Give me that vitamin, vitamin D. 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 Ice ornaments, icy style tournaments. Woo! You ain't on to this. Don't think they don't think they own to this. Beep 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 beep. Bottom of jet. Beep 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 beep. Shut up, Colette. Beep 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 beep. Philippe Patek. Beep 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 beep. Get off my deck. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Take that top shift. Call my girls and put them all on a spaceship. Hang one night when y'all say I'll make you famous. Have you ever seen the stage going ape shit? Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Saturday. Yes. Ready to do feedback with you guys. This show is for all the fans that have written in, left five-star reviews, left comments on our website, voted in the polls on our website, um left voicemails that are two minutes or less on our phone number seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. Yeah, the voicemail will cut you off. We just letting y'all know that up front. Emailed us the blackout tips at gmail dot com. Um I mean what has left us reviews on Stitcher, five star reviews. We read those, only five stars and they yes. gotta be nice. Come on. Gotta be nice, y'all. Um so uh yeah, that's that's pretty much um I'm trying to think was there anything I left out. Phone, emails it's a lot oh and then we also shout out the people who uh donate to the show you can donate to the show you can give us some money by going to the blackouttips.com looking on the right hand side and just saying hey i want to give them uh any amount it will be one time be recurring could be any denomination of coins we take it all okay it's all got to go to my mistress's Lamborghini. <laughs> so we just take need every penny we can to get this this building fun wink wink um <laughs> y'all found it for that cathedral no nah, i'm just i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be one of those blacks uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna be one of those blacks uh i'm not like those other negroes um so yeah you guys can uh do all that stuff donate to the show we give shout outs for that um of course this may be some people's first time ever hearing the show uh or hearing the feedback show mm-hmm. um welcome yeah welcome to the feedback show um uh welcome to the colored section come on uh, <laughs> uh shout out to chris lambert shout out to donnie um but yeah you might have heard of us through the vice thing um the vice news piece that they did so maybe you're brand new here yes uh, seen on hbo i put that on my bio too now Mm, i seen on hbo as well i did i put i'm a I, I at first i was like i'm a sit down podcast no i'm a pie i'm a podcast comedian mm. as seen on hbo come on you may have heard about her okay check the resumes check the name tag check the name tag I put on Facebook from now on my last name. My family should address me. My last name gonna be as seen on HBO. Karen as <laughs> seen on HBO. Yeah, it's funny though because like I went and looked at the downloads. Downloads for Game of Thrones about the same as the other podcast. So it's so funny to know that, uh, <laughs> like as of yet anyway, we're still about the same place we were. Like a little bit more 
but that's not even our highest downloaded episode of the week um which is funny because you know what i mean like you would think like i always tell people this shit when you get featured on stuff is everybody looks at it like it's gonna get you so much attention and news most of the people absorbing that content they're already at their limit for content some people will come over some people will become a fan some, mm-hmm. pe- some people are looking for a home but it's not gonna right. be everybody Mm-mm. we don't make a show for everybody no we do not We make a show for us and the people that can fuck with us you know and some people can take it and some don't you know you might think it's cute for game of thrones but when we start talking about that uh white patriarchal systemic uh, oppression you, you might you might want to check out right you might you might might want to dip out you know um so yeah like, ooh, this is too much for me right so um anyway i, and I we understand that we completely right. do that's one of the reasons I, we never really thirsty for that sort of like attention you know but we'll talk about that shit as we get into it i'm sure people leave comments and we can elaborate more on um okay the behind the scenes with all the stuff with that because i think people might want to be interested in how that unfolded okay um and the reason why i ain't really talk about it before it happened is because honestly y'all we don't never be knowing what's gonna happen when it's gonna happen how things are gonna turn out Mm -mm. um we i've been interviewed a few times and you know saw the end result of the interview and was like and that's not a great representation of what the fuck i said but okay there's been other times when the interview was great but then it felt like people weren't really reading it and you know there's other times where you could tell somebody read a headline was like fuck reading that article and came and found me to be like fuck you so i never know and i'm so happy that vice did as well and agreed and uh we had some people that we could could trust to, to deliver like a a good version of like what happened so agreed all right but uh mostly we need to give people props for giving us money dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day new day new cachet um black fan press comics hit us with that recurring donation thank you very much Mm -hmm. david from brooklyn recurring appreciate you ricky a pretty ricky what they call thank you very much got a one-time donation from jesse j thank you jesse laura f with that recurring oh oh what have my eyes beholded upon me our girl profess lch linda Charlemagne harris hey baby she said profess lch here so proud of the blackout tips vice news segment but if i can just tell the truth and shame the devil speaking of the devil it was it was it was hearing the gleeful wickedness of justin's voice again in my ear was the signal for me to again put five on it as the debauchery and reckless thuggish of game of thrones has begun we's back yes we are yes baby it's good to hear from you hey prof don't be a stranger chris d recurring donator thank you kyle g recurring donator tabitha m thank you so much mm-hmm. Corey the tickler thank you april g thank you so much mm-hmm. brianna l we appreciate you alexis h we thank you so much dia h thank you we got a one-time donation from letitia d who says thank y'all for making my week every week love y'all lala jen thank you lala jen i like that name baby uh tanya s says recurring donation our girl ray signing 
who is just you know blowing up over there I just, big thing she went to coachella okay i'm saying this what is this life okay? right i just want to say we had stock in her before her stock blew all the way up so that y'all that black remember tip bump is real she gonna be on comedy central i'll see in the clip of that okay like she was trying to diss her weed but i thought the weed was looking banging she she you know, beautiful she, she gotta self-deprecate that's what them comedians do but uh so proud of her so can't wait to watch the special uh josh oh our boy wonga uh from from down under hey baby samuel h j thank you virginia g appreciate you dana w thank you as well and that's everybody play me out kirk so much let's talk about these people that left us five star views okay last week i think because we did the show so early in the morning it's like 10 a.m the i guess itunes doesn't update before a certain time and so we just didn't get to see a lot of these people's reviews but they had actually turned their reviews in before it was time oh one of them is from april 12th and the last feedback show i think was april 13th but for some reason didn't post at the time so now we got more reviews to read let's do it needs a late night show five star oh that would be nice a late night show on tv mm-hmm. see what's going on i have to take a good nap we do late night now i know it would be a late night show with us sleeping and shit <laughs> all the time oh so what are you talking about uh you got a movie to promote or some shit uh it'll be like fear the walking dead they have to be sexy time all right jazzy laflazzy says this podcast is so amazing with all the content specifically the news coverage this podcast needs to replace the daily show or the late show um, I'm gonna tell you this. I love the Daily Show. Mm-hmm. I do I, too. I couldn't, I couldn't replace Trevor Noah and them. That's, that's my, that's my dogs. Now I don't watch the Late Show. Oh no, I. I'm, but that's because I'm just not a Late Show like of, late night type of person, right? But like you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure those white men are doing great things. Oh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I would take that spot. Um, Rob has the perfect blend of being knowledgeable and hilarious, and sometimes I think I'll catch on to where he's going with something. But then he just says something even more powerful that I could than I could even expect. I love the information and the segue songs. I literally be at work cracking the fuck up, and my coworkers be looking at me crazy. Karen be dropping gems too. They are a perfect pair. I'm so happy I found this podcast. It is literally my favorite thing to listen to. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Oh, oh thank you, baby. Now keep in mind, this was before Beyonce dropped the live album, so I understand if if we are now your second favorite thing to listen to i don't take it personally yeah it's, i always i'm my favorite second thing to listen to right <laughs> insight for days kingsley adam says five stars expansive inclusive honest and empathetic extremely charming and humorous it's an honor to listen to oh oh it's so nice needed voices this is chris seven seven five four five who says five stars I really enjoyed the conversation and format of this show. It's informative and funny. I keep a few podcasts in rotation, and this one is moving to the top of my listen. Even because oh shit, now we going up the rankings. Moving on up, right? To that deluxe apartment in the sky. Uh, even considering going premium. Keep up the good work. Also, just moved to Charlotte, so hey, fam, Crystal. 
hey baby shout out to you crystal and uh i hope you enjoy our city mm-hmm. uh kind of got a kind of weird time i think just had a nigga get shot by the police and the video is out so uh you know it's, it's good times over here sometimes just come saying. on like everywhere else in america ain't we lucky we got them uh get in on this five stars by focho who says do you know what people will be talking about for the next six weeks game of thrones mm-hmm. want to get into the cool kids conversation listen to them thrones shout out to five starter i like that they put it in there good that's what i'm talking about recaps uh come for the recap stay long enough and rob just might invite you to the cookout pending karen approval of course <laughs> yeah i mean if you're a white person and you do the bare minimum come on down to the cookout okay yeah i mean out of all of them i think my stamp of, of approval is on billy ray cyrus now he got my stamp of approval yeah well they'll all be coming uh five on it five stars by ek hans who says for the building fund thank you thank you for the building fund finally get that air conditioning fixed and get rid of these mlk fans uh long time lurker says dnc uh dnc half breed says five stars i have lurked for such a long time but i figured it was time to show myself you two have got me through the last few years of 45 presidencies i like that you said last few years it's been like two years it feel like five don't it feel like it's been a few like 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 not trying to be funny his presidency is it, it ages in dog years like it literally feels like a month is like three years because so much shit is constantly happening mm-hmm. when normally you get a president and you might get a few things that pop up during their presidency every few months mm-hmm. but this shit is like thing got the 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 thing you're like god damn how is is, is it how is it six months two days what the fuck is this right it's been 87 years um but uh they go on to say with your insight wit and bad puns thanks y'all i really appreciate <laughs> you thank you man you mean my bad puns thank you mine are pretty terrible that all puns get considered to be bad but people love them they, people hate to love bad puns i don't know why y'all need denying yourself this pleasure <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time people groan for you making them laughing right like you have like we, shouldn't you appreciate a laugh in this shitty world they'd be like Ugh. i guess i get it bunny is kind of like punny i get it <laughs> uh man i love you guys five stars by alkali 250 who says i'm halfway through watching homecoming a film by beyonce and i had to pause it and finally write my review for this podcast all i could think of was karen getting her entire life to this movie just like i was i've been listening to this podcast for years and i'll be honest all the shame you guys like to give us who have not given reviews has not worked for, for me because i have no shame you <laughs> <laughs> like cersei but thinking of you guys while watching this and almost crying several times at the bountiful beauty of our black queen b finally broke me listening to you guys for almost five years now have been has been the best experience y'all are like water in the desert and have been with me through the first half of my 20s it has been an immense privilege to hear your ever evolving thoughts and hilarious commentary that could only come from insightful people of color like yourselves karen i love you and your husband never change gotta get back to beyonce oh thank you thank you alkali 250 and what's funny we haven't even watched homecoming yet we've been so busy y'all like straight up like it's just have not even had the time but uh shit we supposed to do something at four but this weekend it's getting watched like and that's the other thing i want to set aside some time so i can right like, well i'm not rushed i want to watch it 
you know what i'm saying i don't want to be like oh, i'm halfway ironing no i want to sit down with a beverage and prepare to have i want to get my uh i want to get a bonnet i want to get uh <laughs> i want to tie my edges real tight so you don't lose them <laughs> so i don't lose them matter of fact i'm gonna just shave my head i'm gonna shave my head so it'll just i have no edges to lose and we just gonna start with that okay i'm gonna go ahead and put the wig on the floor and get ready uh pastor and first lady that underscore mitch says five stars i'm coming to lead this review because when the pastor and first lady asks you to put five on it you do it okay how else is a pastor going to get the lambo for the first lady lol seriously i've been a long time <laughs> listener and i make sure to leave a review because Ryder karen don't have to be so good to us and talk about all the horrible things in this country great podcast and amazing host thank you <laughs> thank you baby love it five stars by lib libinum i think that's how you pronounce that mm-hmm. Libinum. um the year was 2013 damn <laughs> we, we <laughs> get ready to crack that. We, we, what, well we in chapter one of a long novel <laughs> uh i feel like uh this shit is gonna start like the um sorry the uh outcast uh southern playlistic cadillac yeah. music uh <laughs> air low riders number them lacks all the players <laughs> all the hustlers <laughs> like <laughs> that's how that that's that's how that feels um but yeah uh it just, it just sounds funny um the year was 2013 i had just started a new job and we were actually allowed to wear headphones why yo what does it say about life that we really when you get a job to let you wear headphones it's it's honestly like the celebration of a lifetime right i don't know why jobs don't allow it it's stupid but it's just funny though that that they beat us down so bad that we were like i can wear headphones freedom freedom i can't lose (laughs) like damn that's sad man they 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 be fucking with us man all right back to this email what was that oh this comment i said email i hate one here's a little something the year was 2013 i had just started a new job and we were all actually allowed to wear headphones once I discovered what a podcast was, I needed to hear people like me, so I did a search for black. Once I seen y'all cute little logo and heard my first episode, I've been in love ever since. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Talking about a black podcast heaven here. Mm-hmm. I talked about y'all to my coworkers and finally got my husband to listen. It's become regular convo to say, did you hear what Karen and Ron said? y'all even kept me company in the last the last night with my newborn oh he's been listening since he's been in the womb so he's a fan too come on this is more than just a great show it's like sitting with good friends lastly let me see say y'all hands down do the best reviews of any shows in podcast land i knew all the backstory of characters before i started watching the walking dead also the shot is pretty good if you and bossy are looking for something new to review i do watch the shy um i'm playing the binge the second season me and justin talk about it on the uh pre-game which mm-hmm. is uh our our just me and justin kicking the podcast we do every week but um yeah i do love the shy I, but i don't think me and bossy are gonna watch she didn't seem too enthused about the <laughs> someone suggested it and she didn't seem too excited about that <laughs> i don't know man i'm it's it's i feel selfish because me and bossy talk every day no matter what so 
you know i feel sorry that y'all don't get to be privy to all of it but um yeah i don't i don't think we're necessarily looking for a new show to review or something but if anything tickles her fancy she'll let you know or she just wants to hop on the episode plus she has a book coming out and Mm -hmm. i definitely have to interview her about the book and reading and stuff so she's gonna start touring yeah yeah so big things on the horizon for bossy Mm -hmm. um it's what we deserve by cole h c-o-a-h-m cohen the blackout tips podcast one of the smartest funniest and blackest podcasts on the interwebs listening to Ryder karen is seriously like hanging out with friends the hot takes quiet quiet wit uh a quick wit and passionate banter between them both is what i what love looks like oh thank you i get my life every episode can't wait till the tv show gets announced just putting it in the universe love kim <laughs> thank you uh <laughs> we'll see uh <laughs> game of thrones like i'm just tossing tossing it out there yeah. shoot my shot can't wait for the movie uh <laughs> all right <laughs> uh game of thrones rena and casey said the show was the best game of thrones recap has the best game of thrones recap commentary thank you thank you uh decline five star says i heard an episode on decline and my car was declined the same day lol <laughs> jinx and <laughs> <laughs> or not or or, or, not, or thanks for relating well yeah i feel you I, that was listen that should have dragged you right back down on it like my 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 decline call pt ptsd will will show up right or the bank sometimes they send notices everybody that's that's ever had this happen y'all know what i'm talking about in the in the physical mail right the bank sends notices when you get overdraft fees and they'll they'll be like a little tiny envelope is square in a way that the other ones aren't it's like overdraft fee man anytime the bank send me anything square i'll be like <gasps> and i open up and be like wait i have money oh 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 this is about oh okay this is about something else uh privacy agreement or some shit i'm like right don't send nothing in this shape <laughs> they're like we, we 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 emailed you but we're forced to actually do snail mail to be sure that you received it yeah everything else need to be in motherfucking regular like size. regular mail shape don't play with that uh rich 4422 says hollywood swing five stars Ryder Karen congrats on the Vice News interview wishing y'all much success in the future thank you thank you and that's all the five star reviews on iTunes I uh, have not checked the um Sportman review feed I will thank you y'all um, for those that don't know if you're new to the show we have a Sportman review the, <clears throat> we have a podcast called the Blackout Tips Sportman reviews where we also review movies and mm-hmm. stuff and uh there's all kinds of uh, stuff over there I think um i think we updated the beginning of every month um and it's behind because uh you know it's for people the it's normally a premium podcast mm-hmm. but we wanted to put something out there for you know people that know the know that we do reviews and ironically well, i put it out there and then we got an email about hey y'all should come to the tribeca film festival i was like what the fuck oh that's right it's the the, the reviews out there now 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 yes. they have a thing they can go to and be like oh this is what they do right anyway um and, and no we are not planning on going but just letting y'all know mm-hmm. uh lala jen says love you guys hello i'm listening right now and i'm going to give y'all a testimony i was on the brink of ruin and destruction but this pod brought, brought me back to life happy karen it makes me want to rewatch the movies y'all are great and i love y'all thank you thank you that's all we asked for a little five stars that's, that's it. all um so appreciate y'all welcome back and we have one five star review on stitcher and this one is from mary h who says five stars my favorite podcast from five days ago 
my favorite podcast i've been listening for over three years now and this is hands down my favorite podcast rod and karen are funny and thought-provoking mostly though i think i love it because of their kindness and empathy for people in general and the obvious love they have for each other yay blackout tips thank you thank you man listen uh we have such a kind and empathetic fan base just in general Mm -hmm. it's so it's so dope like we are so blessed and so fortunate like when i say like nothing really gets through Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we concentrate on the positive and and keep it going because i feel like a lot of a lot of life is like you are what you eat when it comes to like your mental stuff like if you concentrate on jealousy you concentrate on negativity you concentrate on your quote-unquote haters you concentrate on rivalry you pocket check other people you you jealous or what if you eat that you're gonna put that out into the universe and that's what people gonna be of you too you know now you can't help that some people are not gonna fuck with you but you don't gotta go sit at day table and eat their food you can just be like i'm gonna go sit with my people and our people really take care of us like it, it's crazy man um all right so we got comments on the website 1879 no new reviews was the podcast uh title mm-hmm. and i did use the angry <laughs> logo that came right in time <laughs> didn't it though didn't it though i want to about thank you for the reviews thank you thank you thank you they meant a lot i'm glad y'all made up for it i'm sorry itunes screwed some of y'all over all i know was when we went on the air it was no reviews and uh shout out to uh tiffany from triangle wine co who made that logo thank you um two comments on our feedback episode uh absinthe minded says amazing show as always best podcast ever effeminate mannerisms of male villains in a, is a common trope used in animation frieza dragon ball orochimaru naruto uh hisoka and hunter uh hunter x hunter 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 mm-hmm. um are a few that come to mind in anime oh yeah Yeah. oh for sure yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i think shit have y'all looked at like um the villain designs for cobra and the gi joe like it was like bdsm slash like Mm -hmm. and then when you looked at the voices and stuff like it's all this like undertones of like sexual perversion quote unquote or sexual like deviancy um, and I'm not trying to use either one of those words as a negative. Right. But the fact that you made the villains that way and the only gay, like, G.I. Joe character was probably, uh, Shipwreck and Lady Jane. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I don't know that they was gay. I'm just assuming. But that was my assumption too. I mean, come on. My man had the flyer parrot, the dope scarf. I mean, I mean, come on now. And he seemed to be a little overcompensating with all his ladies, man. Like, I'm trying to holler at all these women thing. I think Shipwreck was a little, no i think shipwreck might have been no. might have been having to be in the closet because the military ban on the time this is a huge conspiracy i know we just went to the left on this podcast mm-hmm. but follow me i feel like the military banned against gay people at the time had shipwreck living in the closet trying to pretend he was a ladies man when we all know good and damn well shipwreck was probably looking at roadblock like mm, i like to send the rhyme mm-hmm. for me one time you know yeah, what i'm saying there striking poses i'm saying and i mean lady J just always i, I didn't even like i didn't even know anything really about like gay straight like that but Mm -hmm. i remember in the movie when they made lady j a a love interest for i think it was falcon i was like she into him right it just seems so odd thought lady j might try to holler at scarlet you know what i'm saying come on thought she might try to sound like look like that's more her speed you know what i'm saying but i mean i ain't mad either way but that's what happened when you don't have no gay characters in like fiction when you when we're growing up like people just do the same thing we did with black characters i guess and you make it up 
mm-hmm. but i definitely do feel what you're saying i think they hinted towards a lot of people being like gay in um in, in, in cartoons and stuff like that for kids uh as, as and then a lot of times made them the bad character correct which is which like i said i just haven't watched lion king in so long i didn't know that was a thing for scar no i know yeah. i didn't know that either like and i was looking like what the hell is this i need to watch it again honestly because I, I really like i know a lot of black people swear by it and uh you know you can take my black card if you want but i only watched it like once or twice and i think i watched it in school like it was in a class we were working there. it was like a weird type of uh it wasn't shop but it was like this uh fa- it was a fancy shop it was mm-hmm. like computer design shop like you, you you're doing stuff on the cad machine and all this stuff and um they would play movies and music and shit while we worked and that was when i saw lion king was in that i never went to the theater to see it i think did i go to the theater i think i did sit in that theater i think i did if i didn't i know that i had it on dvd and i would watch it on dvd if i'm not mistaken i know i would see anytime it aired on tv i love the hell out of that movie but yeah i did not know that was a thing but i'm not knocking it either oh i'm not knocking it because i lord knows i done made several characters black uh <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. think i don't Ursula made, was black you can tell me that give a was nigga not a black woman make somebody have a tan okay let them be an alien think i'm gonna be like yeah. he's a black alien yeah dude. let lex luther mm-hmm. uh, that olive skin piccolo. talking about he white get out of here right piccolo is a nigga okay he niggalo to me come on um and then of course mr popo was you know definitely blind yeah. uh yeah. we don't we don't talk about that we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> i'm sure some people were trying to be inclusive of the lgbtiq community when saying scar was gay in the original lion king however it enforces a stereotype that men who have feminine behavior and mannerisms are gay being effeminate is a synonymous with being gay yeah and then i feel what you're saying I, and it's just a cash 22 that's all i'm gonna say i don't i'm not even gonna say it's not like i get that some people are gonna be like but why do we keep putting gay people in that box and i and, and I, I definitely agree. understand but there's also gonna be gay people that are like i like the villain role and i want like if it wasn't for this y'all wouldn't put us in here at all so much like black shit i get i bet it's a complicated relationship mm-hmm. you know i know what black shit is a complicated relationship where it's like you know yeah they got a black transformer but he the one that played music and dances you know it's like it's it's i mean i, I yet yeah, yes he's my favorite transformer yes the black power range is my fave but also nigga i see what y'all doing uh ct says all i'm saying is i've left 10 stars main feed and spoil movie reviews get like me thank you get like you thank you get like her okay she left them reviews call them out okay um and the poll was did you think scar from lion king was gay yes or no 24 percent said yes and so 76 percent said no um alicia says now you know scar wasn't getting no line pussy so his desperate trifling ass is probably hitting the cross side hanging which was male uh <laughs> lakita i don't i feel like i don't know this movie well enough to get the whole reference but okay. like uh i don't know their names and stuff lakita says um while i never attributed sexually sexuality to scar i'm willing to believe it in retrospect yeah i think that's the other thing i there's certain things in my mind i just never thought about but now that i'm an adult i guess i would think about it 
differently but as a right. kid i just it never crossed my mind what everybody was who everybody was fucking right right and so for me that's why i was like that don't make no sense i like like as an adult my brain uncomprehends it but as a child i never made those connections or those concepts i just knew as a child i was entertained so right. i wasn't gay straight bi or any of that i was like oh i'm having a good time i just don't care ct says i think people look to see a bit of themselves as characters and i don't think it'd be right for me to say it's not true but just because i personally didn't see it so if you like it i love it right yeah even if the like people who draw it say that we didn't mean for that so i mean you put it out that's my interpretation Mm -hmm. but let's see what disney has to offer in this live action version of scar maybe the new scar will be able to relate to another marginalized community or something i'm looking forward to it yeah that's the other thing i was thinking too um we're adults now and they're also making these things for adults now like back then it was mostly for children but this is also nostalgia so it's like for children now but also for adults who saw it then agree so they're gonna have more grown-up type of things in it i don't think it's gonna get as explicit as like so-and-so is gay Mm -mm. but Mm -mm. you know that i'm sure that they'll like you said they'll have more stuff in it side note am i the only person that doesn't even want to watch the trailer for lion king before it comes out i have loved the lion king since i was a little kid my first name is kiara pronounced the same way simba's daughters is Aww. and i feel like the lion king was destined to be a part of my life i'm sure that De- disney will take it seriously but i just don't want to walk in bias either way i'll be excited to show my daughter both versions the old and the new dope mm-hmm. had episode 1880 the booty decimal system <laughs> man He's lost his porn come on parents. I, you know what i don't blame him all right i was just the keith and the girl and they said that uh <laughs> that the dude the dude wrote the police like 45 emails being like uh booty top one um <laughs> uh pimp self hose down like damn hey, them a laundry list i want all my this is the shit that they burned i'm like maybe your parents was right here's the upc code i know it um all right this is oh you know what the comment on this one is that long ass like um michael jackson thing um and they want to like debate it or whatever Mm -mm. yeah i'm not doing the mj thing i think he did it Mm -mm. i think motherfuckers don't want to admit that and if you believe it's some like elaborate conspiratorial setup of five different boys that have accused this man of the same shit and he's admitted to sleeping in bed with him and we went over all the stats and stuff that's on you i don't know this is my this is our podcast this is my opinion i'm only speaking for myself i think he did it and i you know i and i think later that person sent me a link to uh arian foster's podcast where he was going over why he thinks uh mj didn't do it that's his opinion i noticed he didn't he left out the part about them boys fingerprints being on the magazine with the naked kids in it but okay cool you don't think he did it it's all set up everybody just trying to get his money cool the only thing i'll say is this just because someone who's been a victim of sexual assault has decided to try to sue you for money as well as many times criminal stuff but as but civil court as well you can't use that to say that this means that person is innocent in my opinion because for a lot of people it's almost impossible to get a criminal especially against a rich powerful man Mm -hmm. to get a criminal charge brought to justice for sexual assault it is almost impossible so for me personally i understand when people go i'm just going to sue you for money i'm going to make you hurt 
in the way that i can legally in the justice system hurt you because i'm not going to be able to get it in the justice system in the way that i would like to get it i and 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 many many abusers use this to discredit the people they've abused i'll give you an example bill cosby r kelly it's the same thing the difference for a lot of people in this opinion in my opinion is y'all like mj more so than those other two people and so you're willing to believe a conspiracy but everybody that got gets accused by multiple people trots out these vast conspiracies why aren't all the people getting accused of little boys sleeping in their bed and, and getting molested why isn't everybody getting accused of that i don't understand if it's so easy to just bring just bring some shit to trial you know and after you get accused in 1993 why do you still have little kids in your bed 10 years later i'm just using common fucking sense we can try to break it down into every legal single like single bit of evidence reasonable doubt this is a podcast i'm not on the jury i don't need reasonable doubt all i'm thinking is the preponderance of things that i have noticed about this shit seem like he did it that's it if that bothers you and you don't want to watch listen to the show that's cool if it bothers you and you know you just didn't just disagree i disagree with people all the time and i keep it to my motherfucking self when i'm listening to people's shows because it's just i'm just tuning in to hear their opinion on shit sometimes they sway me sometimes it doesn't not everything i say on this mic is gonna people gonna agree with it you know so i get it but at least you know i'm being honest with the shit and i'm not like cherry picking and being like he definitely didn't do it but r kelly that's a he's a menace you know people oh what about recanted testimony r kelly got recanted testimonies r kelly got people that does uh, went on the stand was in the sex tape and was like it's not me like you're not always gonna get justice in court you know every time an employee or somebody says michael jackson did those things and i and i knew and i you know and the people go well see they're not credible because okay no one's credible except his word cool feel that way if you want to but i disagree and i'm allowed to all right uh poll was should it matter that bernie sanders is in the one percent now i mean he probably always was but whatever yes 61 percent says yes it should matter 39 percent say no it should not matter uh tanya says yes because i remember when he demanded hillary release transcripts of her speeches she gave to wall street and behaved like her having money now was bad also this is just one more of a long line of things surly attitude wrinkled clothes messy hair that he only gets away with because he's a straight white guy man well that much is true i mean that there's definitely a double standard he benefits from and i don't think there's anything that can be done about that i think he leans into it at times Mm -hmm. and this is one of those times where his people kind of do his bidding for him because he'll say you know well i sold a book it was very popular and everybody goes yeah see he sold a book but it's like yeah but hillary clinton sold books you know what i mean like she didn't get all this money from doing speeches to wall street um like and then the what like a transcript for the speech y'all weren't gonna believe whatever the fuck you saw anyway but you knew but he knew that she couldn't put those transcripts out so he was it was he was like able to be like let me manipulate this and make her like a very you know look at this scheming conniving secretive woman and people have been saying that about hillary clinton for 20 something years via fox news and the right wing radio stations and shit so he knew he was leaning into that heavy and that was gonna hurt her long after the fucking primary was over and i think it did agreed uh christopher randolph says no because we know where his money comes from anyone who didn't figure that that sanders had bags is a goddamn fool 
when he asked clinton to produce receipts for her wall street speeches it was in the service of transparency to demonstrate if she was beholden to wall street or the people nothing about bernie's tax returns applies he's beholden to corporations or bankers sandy's sanders and warren are the two best choices we have time to wake up here's the thing about that chris hillary clinton been releasing her tax returns uh every every year that she's run she didn't say this and then i'll get back to y'all and now it's been over three years oh well since i'm running again uh here's my tax returns finally so when you talk about transparency her, her shit been out there what's more transparent than here are my tax returns because she put hers out there we never got trumps bernie just put his out i feel like like i said once again it's it feels like a double standard to me you know i'm not trying to relitigate 2016 but i feel like the same attitudes are being taken into 2016 and i find it kind of damning because it means nobody learns shit from 2016 no and didn't his wife just get investigated too am I she a, did get oh, investigated okay, I'm about to say I'm out of, okay. that was uh i think two years ago that that news came out but yeah it's just funny to me that when he does it it's just different and everybody it's like people just hop right on board um but we saw her tax return so now what you know like remember it wasn't the money from wall street that he said we need to see it was wasn't no speeches it must be some secretive like like if she was doing if she was doing wall street's bidding and she was giving speeches to imply that i will be doing your bidding why the fuck would she put in a goddamn speech if she was that like if any if y'all think she's the cold calculating conspiratorial like you know evil albatross around the neck of motherfucking democratic politics do you think she would be that sloppy that's just almost insulting to the caricature of her uh but yeah okay lakita says i don't hate bernie i don't hate bernie seriously i say that but i don't know if i'm saying that to convince you or me at this point i listen to him talk and i don't disagree but there's something about the way he goes about it i can't put my finger on it if i express that publicly i'm told i'm wrong mostly by white people who like to tell me how he'd be good for my black asses in particular and then oh. <laughs> and then whatever that is uh that i'm feeling about the bernie deepens maybe the thing i don't hate about him is his followers uh in response to the poll i think it matters because his mission statement is fuck these rich people without being transparent about being one and he was overly concerned with hillary's finances contributing to the bullshit hellscape i currently live in maybe i'm just a salty snowflake laugh my ass off yeah that that yeah like there's other things he has um that i'm just don't feel like talking about at the moment but that i do feel like there's something here about the fact that he has been shady about revealing these taxes and he been saying he was going to do it since 2016 and low-key i just think he knew he wouldn't win that primary so he didn't have to, so he was like i'm just not gonna put him out i'm just gonna say i will but by the time i don't win the primary it'll i'll be able to say i'm not putting him out um because he rich and he's made rich a negative person that personal trait and it's hard to campaign on this is a negative personal trait for people to be rich like you it's hard to say the one percent is the problem with america while being in the one percent is i don't think he i don't think it's impossible i don't think it means his policies aren't good Mm -mm. it's just hard to say that when you have this image that is carefully crafted to make sure that you don't appear to be one of them 
you, you know i think i mean i mean listen i think he's a savvy politician he can get this old and this rich and this uh been around this long without being savvy and i think all that shit is calculated the the fact that his hair don't look good the fact that his suits are wrinkled agreed like all this shit is designed to make him kind of more palatable to the average american because if he looked rich while saying this shit people would be like the fuck you talking about you know you just like them because people hate the rich in that type of way or they're jealous of them or whatever and he's he's playing to that so he can't look too i don't know politician-y <laughs> no that's not a word even though he's been doing this shit for 30 40 years ct says is he a liar yes should it matter that his platform is based on a lie yes is he worse than trump no that's all i got about for this one come on it's that simple to me yeah and i wouldn't even necessarily call him a, a liar i don't know what i would call it's not i don't think he's lying i just feel like i mean it's really technical but yeah i just feel like he omitted this shit on purpose because he knew it was a bad look but maybe some people feel like that is what lying is but i think lying would be him being like i'm broke like y'all <laughs> like i feel like he he was just like well, why, why, why y'all want to see my taxes let's just talk about uh these rich people and the one percent and the problems yeah and their problem is like bitch you're rich too so why you lying right um uh episode 1881 lieutenant white folks um was the next episode dia says hi rod and karen i worked on a study with the university's marketing department two summers ago where we tracked trends and interviewed middle school and high school students about social media we still haven't presented our findings but we found that ages 13 to 19 are actually leaving or not joining not just facebook but social media platforms altogether they say they value their privacy more okay cool karen speculated that that's what it was and i speculated that maybe they were going to other platforms and we just didn't know what they were but uh karen you're right and and the biggest reason why i said that is because in my opinion we live in a generation now that actually can see the history of social media because we were the beginning of it so we did we were just fumbling and bumbling and going through the shit but you have a generation now that see their friends having mental breakdowns seeing their friends having breakups online seeing their friends falling out online seeing their friends being bullied online you know seeing uh and, and shit like that and that shit would be like the fuck i look like going on social media and if they're smart they pay attention to people uh uh going to uh colleges for the nfl and nba and people digging up shit off their social media from when they're 12 and 13 and 14 years old and holding holding you as an adult accountable for them actions you know people like i don't want to fuck up my possibility of getting a job you know and shit like that i'd rather just have no social media present at all so there's nothing for you to fucking look at because i'm a child and i'm a fuck up but it all ain't got to be online and the expectations are so unrealistic right i mean like when we're seeing people pull up tweets from people when they were 14 and be like i want them held accountable keep that same energy it's like we have lost the fucking plot that's not like there has to be some deference to the fact that you're trying to figure life out at a certain age and all of it can't be on the record so the only and because no one's really like taking these lessons to heart we haven't figured a way out to be like um yeah what brother nature said at 14 should not be something we look at him at fucking 20 and be like this why why you can't be you know even that example with um the woman who confronted chelsea clinton in starbucks people was going back to when she was like younger and being like what about these tweets and it's like that's like i get i get why people are doing it but that is 
also ridiculous that you think she should be responsible for something she said it like 14 15 or however fucking young she was right and and for a lot of us when we got on social media we were fucking adults we were already fully fun- we like we've been through those phases right. it's a little different for children and grown-ass people have a tendency to forget that shit yeah or just people not right. even grown-ass people other people when it's not the capacity to judge and the propensity to judge when you are in that other side of that when someone else fucked up it's too strong on social media for people to resist and we all have done it it's not like i'm not saying this from a high horse right i have done it myself when i'm like this nigga what what the fuck and it could be some shit that literally you know a few years back i kind of thought the same thing so you have to fight that urge to like come down on folks but people can't fight it in a lot of cases i try to fight it for myself where i'm like hold up i was there right I, so right. now i'm coming at this person's neck for some shit that i would i did not learn this lesson from people coming in my neck i learned this lesson through shared relationships empathy reading research like i learned these lessons different ways pick it listening to people i it didn't it wasn't someone jumping out of the bushes beating me over the head with a bat and being like now nigga don't do this you know um yeah so uh they are moving forward with more group chat platforms where they can speak to specific audience and be candid with the public without the public gaze and possibly getting into trouble for saying or having a belief yeah and i think actually a lot of adults are starting to do that that's why you see mm-hmm. all these people talk about oh the group chat and the text and the this because people are starting to go saying shit in the public in the wild wild west of the internet is uh forever the groups we interviewed talked about how they watch people get fired or kicked out of schools or shunned by the public or having certain opinions for having certain people telling off color jokes an example was from a couple of students who talked about being pro-life but they won't share those beliefs on social media but just in a group chat with other friends even friends that are pro-life because they feel secure and don't think they will be targeted by the public or having no for having those ideas and beliefs this is another reason i'm like social media is more liberal than conservative in a many in many cases because those type of views which many people find abhorrent they're common views as you can tell from the voting booth but they're not commonplace in media like you're not going to turn to a news station unless it's fox news and see a lot of people talking about how pro-life they are you know like it, you're just not like most of the people that have those jobs don't believe that shit or if they do they know better than to say that shit you know which it would you would think that that would make society better right people would be like well yeah that's because such a taboo thing to say it's so fucked up is it's anti-woman it's blah 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 and instead it's like nah we just say it in the group chat um let's see it was really interesting because a group chat will likely be where people will share racist homophobic and sexist content without any consequence mm-hmm. but they also said there's an opportunity to be corrected or educated in private before sharing those ideas in the future yep uh the other thing too um and i expect this to happen more often people gonna start screenshotting those group chats and sharing that shit on the internet too yes they are people horrible man they can't there is no privacy with motherfuckers these days uh al says congratulations on getting the student loan money off your backs i'm sure you were playing celebration on loop i know i was i was for y'all oh happy day oh happy day thanks al thank you yeah it definitely feels good 
it it doesn't even feel real to be honest with y'all like mm-hmm. i won't it won't be until next month when i look at the bills and i go to pay it and i see that line is still blank that line is still zero and like after i paid off karen student loans last year i actually still would go to the website and log in and check just, just to, to be, see just to be sure I y'all didn't have no taxes and no shit that y'all had oops we forgot yeah i don't know if anybody else has made it to that milestone yet but i definitely i don't want no surprises definitely definitely feels weird like i was doing taxes this year and i didn't have the that that whatever 1099 for karen's like student loans i'm like where is that oh yeah oh yeah it would be a little bit of interest because it's we paid it off you know all right casey cologne says uh your recent social media experience was very interesting rod it was real cool of you to apologize for that interaction with the listener like karen said you got humility that most don't possess so thanks for that it encourages me as a listener to know you care about positive interactions with your supporters yeah Mm -hmm. man and i'm human man i fuck up right you know i need people that are my friends around me that understand niggas make mistakes you know and vice versa i'm because i'm there for my friends when they fuck up it's right like i said i was not built for the internet version of friendship mm-hmm. i just wasn't this one striking you're done you shouldn't read my mind know all my emotions and i cast you out shit i'm mm-hmm. not i'm not built for that shit mm-hmm. i'm of the age of nigga tell me how you feel how you doing let's right. talk let's go out to lunch let's go out to dinner like let's let's have a real human interaction where every conversation ain't through a screen but i think like i said you are what you eat what you consume on this internet i was really consuming and being around people that were so petty and egotistical and so and proud of it like team petty <laughs> and all that shit and i'm like that's not even really me Mm-mm. you know what i mean like i can be petty but every fucking time just about it don't even fucking matter that i'm right i feel bad right and that that is me and i have to embrace and understand like that find the part of me that's that's you know find that realness that's like yo i don't want to do things because other people find it to be amusing or entertaining i want to do things because it's me and so when i looked at that exchange i thought to myself like that was that was not the way that i would handle that face to face you know to be like no yo your idea shut the fuck up basically like i disagree uh banned forever like nah i probably would sit down and be like nah i disagree but i i feel i see what you're saying and that doesn't make you a bigot that you feel this way like this was what he was saying was not some like i agree with milo uh these trans people need to chill out he was basically being like i thought he was corrected enough on the show and i was like i don't think he was corrected enough on the show and bill marshall have said something blah 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 and you know what that's my opinion that's his opinion it shouldn't have led to me being like well fuck off you know and honestly i felt bad that it had ruined the show for him that sucks because that's not like i don't wake up every morning like i hope i make these niggas mad today like that's not even my in my purview dog like i wake up and hope people be happy like i hope i hope listening to this i hope everybody that listens to the sound of our voice is happy about hearing us not miserable or hate listening or jealous or you know what i'm saying keeping tabs like i hope everybody a hundred percent of people that listen to this are listening out of joy and love come on period so yeah to know that i mean it's not gonna happen obviously but to know that that happened on something that i really don't even feel like i gave him a fair chance on that was wrong of me and i can be honest and be like i was wrong and and i apologize to him and you know uh, maybe he'll listen maybe he won't you know it's probably way too late it's been years 
but that's fine i at least he knows that i you know that i know i was wrong for that shit and i'm sorry and and i hope he uh you know whatever he's doing now i hope he's happy because that that wasn't it, it wasn't called for yeah and to piggyback on what you were saying because of social media and particularly if you're out there a lot it's easy to get uh persuaded and kind of washed away in the the those things as far as you know the pettiness and all mm-hmm. that stuff and it's you know it's okay you know like i said everybody has a petty part of them but for some people like that's literally their thing that's why they wake up every morning and go online to argue and to talk about how petty they are and to talk about how they don't forgive or whatever whatever their vice may be social media fulfills that vice and i think that for a lot of people i know for for me when you get older y'all it's something about when you get older and you and you start valuing your time and and you realize how precious it is and you start valuing your relationships with people and how precious they are and you start uh evaluating friendships and and shit like that and you'd be like well i can be doing other things than this your priorities change and for a lot of people and i've seen it online that petty shit for some people i seen a few years tick by and all of a sudden they ain't team petty no more they off doing other shit they you know that yeah. that shit slowed down like that anger dies away because guess what you can't keep that same energy all the time you done got old and you be like the bitch what i'm too old to be arguing with children and honestly if you do keep it going all the time something wrong with you right like i see some people where i'm like you still miserable like ain't it been long enough you're not ready to step out of that like like how you just gonna live there you know what i'm saying like everybody is like i don't know you need to go talk to a professional like it's not it's not right like life don't have to be like that for you and it's sad that that's really all it is the life to people some folks it's like man it's been years and one of the other things i wanted to say is um one of the things that really used to affect me and i think i used to feel like oh it's not affecting me or i'm stronger than this but it's when you say something and you get so much interaction off of it and so many replies so many responses and when people come at you negative or harsh especially those who are legitimately just trying to troll you you start throwing people into the category with the trolls because you it's affected your view of the thing Mm -hmm. so someone may be coming at you in a reasonable way and you're like i don't like now i'm counting you among these people right because because it's hard to separate right and and i don't think it's hard to see it on the other side unless you had it happen to you you don't understand you don't understand so now what i do is just nip shit in the bud you know like the person that emailed me about bernie sanders hey no we're not doing it we're not doing it on the show i'm not gonna read it i don't want to go back and forth with you in the email i just no and that's okay you know what i mean that not gonna it shouldn't affect you that much that i disagree and it shouldn't and it shouldn't mean that we can't be friends or whatever the fuck like or you can't listen to us or whatever like it's just it's okay it's gonna be fine but that that was something i had to start doing where i'm like yes i said something you disagreeing with me shouldn't be the end of the world Mm-mm. you know and, and 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 especially when things aren't like deal breakers for me there's a lot of stuff that's not deal breakers but you see people and i'm telling you i've been saying that for years but the hurt and the damage you do to people over these trivial pieces like pieces of just small things it's real that lasts forever the the, the actual like com- conversation that changes every single day mm-hmm. but when you like calling someone out their name when you're just every time you see their name you get a bad feeling mm-hmm. or you want to say something bad about them or to them 
that part is the part that lasts forever and when you ever listen to someone explain like their beef with somebody on the internet it sounds silly i know because yeah. i've i've shared my stuff to people like yeah then this happened and that happened and in my mind i'll be like this is so stupid you know anyway um uh to be honest i don't really use social media i try to be as non-problematic as possible especially on the internet but even when i feel like i support a cause or an individual i don't have time to go back and forth with people online arguing point by point on a topic i got enough going on in my real life to be consumed with online arguments and sometimes it's not even about arguing sometimes it's just miscommunication agreed yeah and i can't really do it to be honest like when i do that shit i've never really see a lot of people change their minds or Mm-mm. if i feel like i'm proving myself right it's like very rarely will somebody be like okay i see what you're saying now every now and then but yeah. most of the time no most people just seem to kind of be on some like i came here to prove you wrong and if it ain't gonna happen then fuck you right even writing into the blackout test i try to be mindful that things can get lost in translation and context sometimes doesn't translate into words so i try to craft my message accordingly i do the same thing anyway you both are great thanks for conversations over the last few years and rod don't let one misstep get you down i won't i won't if you want to worry about anything i'm trying to get miss eve out of the paint for trying to kill henry on walking dead laughing i was just kidding love you both <laughs> yeah that's the other thing too because of how i grew up uh a lot of times the way i express my love is the fact that i joke with you Mm-hmm. the fact that you know i expect you to be able to to we to play back and forth with certain things y'all hear it with justin all the time right um if my brother rarely on the show but if if my brother was here you hear with him like this is just our love language and i forget that many people don't grow up like that mm-hmm. I, know, so, I know i did not know for a long time and that's the thing when people get to know you i used to be like do you think anything seriously you was like mm-hmm. yeah I, I actually do take shit seriously but I think, and that's because the way I was raised, you know, right. a lot of people that are raised like me, whereas, and, and that to, not to sound mean or cool, and I love my mama, but nobody knows the trouble I've seen, and everything is, is swing low, sweet chariot, and everything is woe is me, mm-hmm. and, you know, we laughed and joked, but it wasn't a lot of laughter and jokeful and, and poking, so I literally did not know how to take a joke did not know how to handle a joke took everything seriously took everything to heart and there are a lot of people out there like that so you joke about something and they're offended because they because they don't understand that i i did not mean for it to land on your heart i meant for it to be a joke and you know sometimes you have to kind of explain it to people but then you know i've gotten to the point now where because i'm kind of like you to an extent now i joke with people too because it breaks the ice it just makes the relationship not as intense right and when i say things and people don't laugh i go oh you don't have a sense i, I mentally right. go you don't have a sense of humor and i just check out of no no yeah, we, not, I, we can't I, we can't do this not everybody can take it and also some people have learned to kind of fake it correct and this this is uh, this is something that i notice about people like right away there's people that can take a joke Mm-hmm. and there's people that can give a joke right and then there's people that allow for humor right and those people are not among my favorite type of people mm-hmm. like like low-key those are they're kind of energy drains because mm-hmm. really nothing's funny to them but then they're like i will i guess i will let you be funny today and it's like i don't need your permission and i don't want to hang around you like so it's but but i know those people it's some control freak shit felix says hi guys felix here i don't know if you guys hang out on architects twitter i I don't 
I'm but, sorry, baby. No, I'm, I'm a be real. Mm-mm. I didn't even know architect Twitter exists. Y'all just be building shit over there and passing blueprints. What's happening over there? <laughs> oh, but, uh, the news of Notre Dame being on fire was all over it. Ah, oh, right. Because yeah, that's a lot of architectural structure crumbling. And yeah, I could see y'all having a field day on that. Having studied it while I was getting my architecture degree, it's really sad to see any of it being lost like this, but thankfully a lot of it's still intact, so repairing it is possible. Just tricky with how access to the roof is. I do find it interesting how billionaires all of a sudden have all the cash to splash around. When I'm sure that the French would have been able to pay for it just fine themselves, but I guess saving art is more important than Flint's water problem and those recently burned down churches. Well, shout out to the owner of the Ravens who donated $100,000 for those black churches that got burned down. Shout out to him. Why we watch football. Duh! And also, uh, for the the cathedral, uh, there is, I forgot the man's name, but it's the man that has actually been going around for the past 10 years trying to get politicians over there to slowly repair the build, like slowly repair it. And like, hey, if we could, you know, do these things and get these laws passed, we can rebuild this building and it not cost as much and now is he said it's gonna cost like 10 times as much because it burned down so now you're going to end up spending even more money if you would have spent the money up front you might have even could have prevented this fire from happening in the first place um especially the american billionaires as always their priorities are ridiculous i do however appreciate the amount of folks calling this out y'all included folks on architects twitter don't always be on it but this one was one of the times folks gave me hope have a good one felix out thank you and good to know is the architect twitter shout out to you baby next yeah. time something happened i'll be thinking about it i'll be like well you know you know them niggas over there on the architect twitter is having a field day yeah sometimes that sometimes something is so obvious that it's like low-hanging fruit for the woke folks right so that was one that i really didn't want to spend all day harping on but nigga you see it y'all crying over this goddamn building like these churches ain't burning come on man like and yes they caught the culprit who burned the black churches but i mean they still need money to fix the church and what right nobody felt compelled to be like uh anyway i'm not gonna do it casey cologne 10 says hey congratulations on paying off your student loans that's amazing thank you thank you eve says i've been a fan of michael jordan michael jackson for so long that i've been in denial for a long time it's kind of painful that one of my childhood idols can do something so heinous it made me think something was wrong with me for loving his music so much but once i acknowledged that he was a sick man i was able to let go of the hurt and realize i could still listen to his music in private if i feel like it what i won't do is cape for this man ever again i know some people will never be able to separate the man from the music and that's fine too that's not what's not okay is saying believe victims until the victims accuse someone you like then you go out of your way to discredit the accusers right yeah that's how i mean like it's a fine line i get it you know what i'm saying i really do like and i'm sure there are some people that have been falsely accused i'm sure there's people that it's been a money grab i mean we see sometimes uh christos porzingis has a case where it looks really really like improbable right and 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 so i get like when there's times where you read the details of something you're like this shit didn't happen or whatever but like five different people he said he's sleeping in the bed with them kids they fingerprints was on that shit like you could just you can ignore all of that it i can't i can't i don't even think i can be a fan of a person that's sleeping in the bed with other people kids they don't even if they don't do anything sexual it's weird to me to be that that was a thing that was allowed to happen so yeah i I don't i don't think you know and 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 keep in mind i don't have no problem listening to this music 
i don't give a fuck like it's not the same to me it's not whoever these people are that decided that it's the same as being like you okay with this shit fuck them like because that's some control freak shit and it's really not helping the, the problem in most cases unless you're gonna directly tie it to like the money allowing abuse to continue or something cool but if not man stop trying to fucking police everybody and think about actual solutions so anyway that's my belief but that's just how i feel on the thing um did you know all those facts about michael jackson yes i've been new no that was news to me 41 percent of our audience has been known which means about 60 percent of y'all did not know the 10 things that are not disputed from the uh um from the cases about him i know i didn't know everything no falcons diva says that information was new to me primarily because i never researched i always thought he was guilty i do recall people being upset about the police taking a picture of his penis but i pretty much ignored all the news uh lakita says on the mic poll in 2015 i read a, a article about all the things the cops found on neverland property particularly his room that could not be used in court for some reason photos of naked children weird porn kids fingerprints etc my heart broke this nigga mike was out here so confident he was untouchable that he was comfortable admitting he slept in the bed with little boys i immediately called my sister and said mike did it i told her about the article and we were both hurt no one was willing to believe it i remember being told sony was trying to bring this nigga down because he wouldn't give up the rights to some songs yes listen y'all i lived through this mm-hmm. i remember him getting the fruit of islam and then claiming like it's this blackness shit but before that and i'm not saying he was denying his blackness but he was not all up on that like woke black shit before that it was convenient when he was being accused of this shit and it was like nah see this is about me being a black man i'm like okay like that's the fucking playbook bill Cosby, i'm a black man r kelly is because i'm a black man everybody is because they a black man dog like some then how come every black man not accused of this shit you know i blame white folks for this shit only because the history of racial like um them taking black men and saying these are predators that are out to get our women and children and shit yep it, it was the history of that that has allowed a lot of black people who are predators to be like it's just racism y'all it's not like i can't it's impossible for me to have done these things it's just racism that's making people make these things up uh that thing you say about it coming down to who you like is so true and i was a fan but not that damn much uh ct says there are times in history where people should take a stand for what they believe in michael jackson is not that person mj is not what anyone should believe in as a person or as i call to action for social justice cut it out man it's so sad because they don't want to hear that truth but they just want to listen to them them songs ain't nobody stopping them nobody's stopping you dog just listen to the songs i listen to the songs i don't care it's not i I don't go i listen to songs and you know what child molestation is okay i go oh yeah that's a jamming ass song that nigga did it it's like saying if you watch the replay of a oj simpson buffalo bills game like i guess i'm okay with murdering white people like who i don't know anyway i'm not gonna do the whole thing about it and everybody draw their lines at different places yeah i just feel like we don't have to be that way as a society we don't have to just stop defending shit because you like something and that's the problem that's what makes everybody mad law says notice how danny tanner didn't cover oh sorry this episode runaway negro creek 1882 notice how danny tanner didn't cover aunt becky scandal on wake up san francisco that's why i don't trust the news (laughs) 
that would be hilarious a true sign of privilege is when you know you're doing dirt but don't bother coming up with pre-planned excuses for the off chance it'll backfire she didn't even throw a i didn't know i couldn't do that yeah Ooh. i'm just interested that she doesn't have like i'm i would love to have been a fly on the wall to see if her lawyer advised her to go in there and and try to like risk it with the fucking feds or if she just or if a lawyer said don't do it and she was like fuck you i'm aunt becky nigga uh, i mean i'm not trying to be funny i see that happening the latter right i i because she she paid them too much fucking money for them to for them to tell her something that goddamn stupid i'm it, sorry like that's the thing i don't understand i was listening to andy talk about it on three guys on saying that maybe her lawyer advisor and then leaked out like oh we had nothing to do with it but my thing is if we know it's stupid the lawyer gotta know it's stupid because you're talking about bedtime i guarantee you they sat down they talked they told her all these things and they might have said something like you know it's a possibility that you know they might not but this is what you need to do and here and here are our steps moving forward once this situation happened she went fuck that i don't believe that they would throw my ass in jail and when that was like nah like at minimum her lawyers had to lay out the possibilities right of the risk it's no way so she didn't go in there blind they i she i don't believe she went in there that ignorant somebody yeah. somebody told her this is what happened if you plead guilty this is what happened if you plead not guilty and i seen the video of her walking in she was in there taking selfies signing autographs she didn't take it seriously it just felt that way maybe i'm completely projecting and she and it's completely just not the way i saw it but damn i mean it, she was mad casual with that shit anyway mitchell s says i'm a 28 year old woman and the closer i get to 30 the more i realize i don't have time for frivolous friendships and being in the military you find out quick who's for you and who's not i recently had a friend group dissolve mostly because i've grown apart of the other two women also they are both married and i'm single so i enjoy being able to do things when i want because i don't have to worry about what my plan what plans my significant other has made for me come on and they don't have that autonomy and there's nothing wrong with that Mm -mm. i've also redefined what a friend is to me as i get older it's not a term i'm going to use loosely Mm -mm. yeah that's another great point um too like when you're single if you want to like go on vacation and do a thing like you and your girls or something it's just easier when there's not men involved that you know and and like i said not to but to knock that down maybe they want to go on a vacation maybe but it's just easier when you don't have to worry about that you know like oh yeah let's just go spend our money and do this thing together right you know maybe people have supportive men and and all this stuff and they don't have money problems they can just do it on a whim but like for a lot of people it's like okay but that's money we could be going on a vacation you know and now you're doing it with your friends you know it's good to have friends it's good to have that stuff but yeah there's gonna be some limits to what they can and can't do possibly motor city rob says i was looking in the national parks recently and came across a post on a forum talking about negro bill canyon in utah uh when i looked into it i found out that it was once called nigger bill trail up until the 1960s when they changed it to negro (laughs) <laughs> they probably pat themselves on the back for that one huh mm-hmm. uh in 27 27- the racism down a notch right <laughs> can we just turn the racism down to eight uh in 2017 ah! it was changed to grandstaff canyon which is the last name of the black man bill grandstaff who lived in the area so they used to really be like nigger bill is his name oh, bill grandstaff it couldn't be bill grandstaff canyon it had to be nigger bill canyon 
heavyweight says my mother teaches at a local high school and has had her phone stolen out of her desk before it's possible the male teacher didn't distribute her picture as much as the student caught him slipping then heavyweight wrote back in because i was about to be like no uh he said which to be clear is still no reason to fire the woman teacher but it might explain why the male teacher isn't in trouble for sending her photo to children they definitely need to investigate this though yeah my main thing is you need to investigate and here's the other part of that if the photo got out and he's the only one she sent it to and they're firing her he should get fired then lock your phone because there's no way not even about lock your phone y'all are firing her because the picture's out y'all aren't firing her because she had anything to do with the picture or like she right. showed somebody you're just firing her because the picture exists and she is the person in the picture and and it was in the hands of a student then also that motherfucker should be fired too it seems simple to me that's my thing if i gotta go he got to go too but mill 73 says dear Ryder, karen this is the email to properly break up our friendship i don't think my efforts are being reciprocated like for instance <laughs> when i trailed you home from that restaurant the other night you didn't even acknowledge me <laughs> then last night i watched you sleep i thought this just isn't healthy <laughs> just kidding of course i'm not actually stalking you the beginning of that article about friendship was bananas the writer seemed delusional about the nature of the friendship mm-hmm. she had life happens and people's circumstances change and the nature of friendships change but a whole article about it seems excessive but the writer had a deadline i guess great week of shows this week have you asked the question who wants to fuck with hollywood rod or who wants to fuck with hollywood karen yet Emil? no not yet well i did stop by the gym and uh do some community service you know with the kids these days <laughs> like to inspire the little people took some selfies signed some autographs oh lord get those young black men up you know i like to think of myself as 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 a person that gives back to the hood you know so Mm-mm. that's what i was doing this morning karen just stayed in because she's not that type of uh giver like me i'm a man I of sure people. Ain't. you know now that i've been on hbo i um, stand to get pampered as as a man of the people i have to say something they know what it is uh the poll was will Lori laughlin go to jail now yes yes but much longer than everyone else yes before a little bit or no yes and much longer than anything else because her ass was like not guilty Joanna. uh 18 percent of people agree with you about 39 percent of people say yes but just for a little bit and 43 percent of people say no she still ain't going to jail i don't know how she gonna pull that one off um she gonna be uh, she probably like can i get the deal i had for can can uh, can can, i'm I'm, I'm my bad my fault my fault can we renegotiate yeah i don't know what's gonna happen with that um and last episode of the week was 1883 a girl has no draws we had 12 comments on our game of thrones recap um now i will say this i'm gonna have to find a way to make the recap shorter a little mm-hmm. bit i know we're, we were back and we were have we talked about other things but i know when we have jamel hill it's probably not gonna be able to stay as long Mm-mm. um so either i'm gonna have to like cut down on some of the feedback because we get so much feedback about this show or uh and i'm also gonna try to like sum things up a little faster but just saying um because i know we can't be doing three hour recaps every week Mm-mm. so uh and then the thing is when people write in feedback some people want to write in a book and it's so much like they i think i know people feel like they want to be heard but like you got to understand when 12 people are writing in things and six of them are like chapter length it's not a good look so we might have to put like either a word limit or just my my thought right now is if the recap is running close to two hours 
when uh it's feedback time i'll probably just say we'll just do the feedback on the feedback show right and also you know and i know that people want to get their words out there and things like that but you have to consider y'all we've been recording an hour an hour and a half already and so it's one of those things where just be considerate of time you know also are you just saying stuff that more than likely is going to be covered already you know sometimes i think people don't consider it's like you know well i have to give my thoughts on jamie and and it's like well everybody's gonna get their thoughts on that you know so anyway i'll figure something out because like yeah, I we said, will. I, I, at this rate this is the first one and at this rate we'll be doing four hour shows if this happens and i can't have that Mm-mm. law says yo rye yo karen i think sansa might be the most crafty character in the show now she survived all the other notable chair crafty manipulators and now even feels she's the past Tyrion. she didn't have the displeasure of having to deal with walter Frey, but Arya handled that one she's thinking like a 40 chess player now her biggest obstacle will probably be getting others to shut up long enough to listen that was a good look for y'all on vice too them weird ass haters can do all the thumbs down they want but they aren't powerful enough to take down the mighty fusion of rod rod and karen yeah um man y'all came through yeah like it's it's thousands of responses and thousands of thumbs up thank you yeah I, y'all came through a hundred thousand people so far it seems that have watched that video um which is dope because i was looking at other segments they had put and it's gotten way more which mm-hmm. is dope but um when it first when that video first was put on youtube it was a lot of thumbs down mm-hmm. and it was all sensitive ass white people that watch vice news or snowflake ass i'm a special negro black people right. being like what does race have to do with any of this and them thrones i mean well i don't get why black people need their own thing why can't they just do it like the rest of us and uh like being completely offended you know it was so weird you know to think of that and to see that people came through in the comments and because i just was like i'm not reading all this shit Mm-mm. like i don't want to see all these thumbs downs and then i gotta read this shit and these bitter mm-hmm. motherfuckers but i went back today or yesterday and saw some of the comments and y'all really showed up and started leaving comments of love like thank you like people were talking to the troll people like or to the offended people like what's so offensive about this like they not hurting nobody they not talking bad about anyone um it was just that kind of stuff and and this is why people need the hashtag because motherfuckers like y'all like it was so dope to see that people just i'm rooting for them people shared the the link and i saw so many of our fans being like to make sure firestarter got they shout out right uh adding them you know like they it wasn't about trying to erase them or be Mm -mm. like this is our thing um and then um to see that the people were uh being like when they shared it like yo i listen to these podcasts that these are great podcasts y'all should check them out people were sharing it like look at rod and karen it's like you know them and they'd be like they my friends kind of in my head or they my play cousins i don't like people root for us like we family and that was so fucking dope man Mm -hmm. like i don't see so much love y'all people are so entitled man when they get in a position when they have a platform it's like they don't appreciate none of this shit it seemed like and i appreciate it i wasn't even thinking of it to be honest like i when i went to look i went to go look at the views to be like how many views did this get and i'm like oh wait this comment's positive oh wait this comment's positive wait i'm fucking 30 comments deep in this thread that's all just love mm-hmm. like we don't like we we have been supported by black people in a way that is just 
it's crazy we try to put out good vibes and i feel like we get that back tenfold from people we do and this this has been like a walk of faith based on basically the support of good people the support of black people the support of people that you know feel served and seen my favorite response were the people that were like yo i didn't know this was a thing right i'm gonna go check them out i want to now i found places to go check out some podcasts and be like oh shit my black ass can can hear about this as well and if they you know if they are like me hey you're gonna be listening to that shit and be like well hold up they talk about game of thrones but they also talk about sports oh they talk about sports they also talk about movies oh they talk about and then next thing you know you're, you're fucking oh now I'm a, I'm a fan of firestarter just like that you know i'm a fan of the blackout tips just like that um so that was really important to me man to see people uh do that uh you know to spread so much love man thank y'all yes thank you and i know for for me uh what meant a lot to me and and just kind of repeating but a lot of the love a lot of the happiness a lot of the joy um i'm so thankful that we have an audience where if quote unquote me and you we make it we make it like Mm -hmm. everybody makes it you know it's almost like if we make it we all make it kind of together because you know as people go up you pull people other people up with you so now you know all the podcasts we fuck with all the podcasts we talk about and we share love they're going to get introduced to a new audience and that's how that and, and that's how we've always been you know it's about the growth you you know you get growth in numbers you get growth in 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 um going on each other's podcast you know you get you, you swap fans and share fans and things like that and we try our best to make this um very uh positive place and i'm glad that our audience let us know that we are loved and they do support us and they do have our backs like we know that but it's nothing like them actually being like super 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 we didn't ask we didn't ask we didn't say there's negative comments can you guys go there and make sure that they know that we no i it never crossed my fucking mind youtube can be a cesspool at times so i said let me just stay the fuck away from that you know like i'm still i when i talk about i have to manage what i absorb that's what i mean like even on the video on vice news like they vice has their own facebook page and you can click on it and see the comments people had no i'm good i don't need to see people shitting on us that's what i was thinking you know it's gonna be people talking bad about us and i mean my worst fears they just never came true they're like the people that had something to say were immediately it would be people like nah fuck what you saying is wrong i'm a fan i know for a fact yeah y'all you're not gonna talk about that like and i'm like yo this is dope like i don't know if we got a hive or whatever but it was like (laughs) like, i I don't don't know nobody was doxing people or threatening them no and i am i am so happy on twitter and on facebook share after share after share and tagging us and y'all just don't understand how much joy that bought and how much happiness Mm -hmm. that bought and you know people were finding out that they had friends and family that actually liked the show that they didn't know that they liked the show they were like oh you fuck with them i fuck with them too they my favorite they your favorite you know and i am just glad that y'all were happy for us like that like that means more than you guys will ever know and sometimes it was so many you couldn't retweet or repost them all i did as many as i could but it was so many you couldn't follow them all yeah but just know just know that um 
we seen them and we acknowledged them and we were just so thankful and just so uh happy that it was a big happy fest and also happy for for hot fire starter you know because it was like we both were getting the rewards and the joy of something that they created and i'm just thankful that they got the acknowledgement uh that they wanted and that they deserve yeah because behind the scenes you know i don't think it's like nothing too bad to share or whatever but behind the scenes what happened was we got emailed to be like y'all need to come talk about this on vice and my first thing was i direct messaged them firestarter was like hey i just got this email i'm about to forward it to y'all and i'm also gonna reply back to them and basically say put y'all on there and be like hey these are the guys that it's it's there so like it whatever they want to do because like i feel like they should be the ones that get the the say on that mm-hmm. like even if if firestarter would have came back and like man fuck vice and we not doing this then then it's not gonna get done like it's not because i think and i know people it's hard for them to believe but if you've been listening to us for 18 1800 episodes you know i will never get on here and fucking lie for y'all like i'd rather have my integrity than be out here lying so i if they if it was if they would have been like fuck that then it would have been fuck that piece and it just wouldn't have got done because it's not ours to be like hey we own this thing and if y'all gonna talk about it you need to come through us right so you know i'm like now they can do whatever they want to do maybe they won't be on camera maybe they don't maybe they schedule a lot for it maybe it doesn't it, it's a, it's so many moving parts to what they would like it to be right you know what i'm saying and i don't you know and so during the interview we get interviewed they talked to me for at least like 30 minutes i know they talked to karen for uh 20 30 minutes while i was in here mm-hmm. so they like they interviewed us we don't know what's gonna make the show we know gonna make the cut we know everything we say is not gonna make it i probably said the words hot fire starter and fire starter probably about a hundred times because i'm just obsessed with making sure that you know it's no uh uh it's, it's no misunderstandings about this shit and you know and we even did talk about like hashtag attribution and people wanting credit um and there's so much to it like and there's things that on the show i haven't shared because i don't want to make people look bad behind this to be like yo i noticed this about this person and so if i have something nice i can say about the person i'd rather share that you know there's something nice we can say about the brand let's share that because there's people that find joy in these brands in ways that we might not or in ways that don't affect us so why would i hurt the people who are fucking with that you right. know what i'm saying um but but at the same time it doesn't mean that when you make mistakes or when you do something shady nobody should say anything i'm not a believer in that you know so it's kind of like when FanCon went down i got jokes for that because that shit was funny and very public and Agreed. all this stuff but there's also some serious things behind the issues behind the walls that are like shady and i don't like to go in on that too seriously because you know the things i'm privy to are more about the fact we are who we are we deal with what we deal with and stuff like that but mm-hmm. there was stuff that in that whole firestarter ordeal that was shady but the fact that they were black dudes and they're not like these progressive uh liberal type of dudes like you know like super woke dudes it was easy to tar and feather them as the actually black men that hate women that don't want to see a black woman get success 
and i'm like from my understanding forgive me if i'm wrong but the whole point a lot of people been making about black people on social media is that people erase us and don't give us credit come on now just because it's a group of black men in this case and it's inconvenient that that's where the origin of this is for you because it's not part of your brand doesn't mean you get to tell them basically the fuck off you know and and so that to me felt like a very dangerous game to play of i'm now the victim and y'all just jealous of me and y'all don't want to see me shine and that's all this is about that felt kind of messed up you know and i think what i've been seeing with the hashtags is in the wake of the uh the the game of thrones coming back and after FanCon, i've seen people be more open about like yeah i'm not fucking with the other hashtags i'm just using them thrones and da 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 and you know like i said it's it's sad that it was ever had to be a division i i think there could have been better ways to handle the shit there's a lot of stuff that i I really think could have been done differently but in general it's good to see people come back and just be like oh now it's just a good time again that's all i wanted as opposed to agendas of this one's for the these type of people and this hashtag is for these type of people and whatnot and that's that's before you even get to like the fact that there's monetization for these hashtags that i was never even aware of i've never been paid to tweet anything other than the buffalo wild wings thing which i told y'all live on the air i was like i'm gonna do this shit this shit sounds hilarious you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but there were people that get paid to tweet shit using that language you see what i'm saying so now people really were making money off of those dudes innovation and watching it happen in real time it never stuck it never fit fit well with me it it always felt a bit manipulative because i know if it had been the other way around it definitely would have been painted as these niggas are erasing uh black women or they're erasing gay people or whatever like if there was somebody using like it like if, if there was like a bunch of niggas using like i don't know uh t-sis as a hashtag and people would be like well that's black women vernacular that's black um that's gay that's lgbtq vernacular and y'all are getting paid to say these things like how y'all don't even really like y'all y'all don't even credit where it comes from really like that you know like i can see why people would feel a certain way about that shit so i just felt like that whole thing got so many agendas going and this is vice coming to our house this is you know us possibly getting be on tv um you know they had done it before but we didn't get on tv which was fine i you know it shit happens right um but it was like i just don't want to repeat this because at the end of the day the main problem is that white people are starting to pay attention to something and that's when a lot of the jealousy comes in that's when a lot of that uh the greed comes in that's when a lot of the like like you see how people really are when it's like oh these white people pay attention well hey fuck these other niggas y'all i'm the one you want to talk to you know what i'm saying like i we don't do that we don't reach out to any of these media outlets we don't do any of that shit we're so good being supported by black people we're not desperate we don't have to be desperate you know what i'm saying i'm not looking to explain black people to white people right i'm not saying that i'm not trying to say that like oh if, if an opportunity came and it was for a white media space i wouldn't take it that's not my point what i'm saying is i'm not driven by that so 
for me personally i've never been on some it can only be one of us you look at how we run our platform you look at how we 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 shout out other shows how we have guests on we go guest on people's shows no matter like it's i know it's people that's like uh uh man i didn't think you would come on the show man you asked you asked you know what i'm saying like what i mean if i listen to your shit and it don't sound like i'm not going on the show where it's just like uh you know hey 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 or whatever it's not the hotel hour you know like Come on, please don't be the hotel hour we'll say no to that yeah then then why would we shit on you you black too right you know what i'm saying so the the fact is like i i was nervous and worried about like even doing this piece because i'm like how's it gonna be represented how are these what if they fuck my nightmare was what if we fucking get on there and then they don't even talk about firestarter you see what i'm saying like that was how I, that's what that's honestly the main thing i was worried about i don't care about our shine i was worried that it was gonna be part two of this nightmare you know what i'm saying because to me that shit bothered me i did not sleep yeah it bothered us a lot it, it fucked with me you know and i'm open about that i'm not trying there's no value in trying to be a tough guy about that shit right it bothered me i thought i was going to lose a friendship a relationship over some bullshit i don't care about i don't even remember what the fucking who wrote the piece that started it vulture mm-hmm. or vox i i it, honestly don't remember because i didn't give a fuck that they none of those people that write about us have ever really gotten us more listeners and shit come on you know so anyway that's a long story short to be a long story long to be just to say that you know people have kept that positive love around us mm-hmm. and that's what's made us be able to to navigate this differently than other people you know what i'm saying that's like we prioritize the things that matter to us or relationships matter more to us than uh some credit uh or some uh not even credit what do you call it? some attention agreed you know what i'm saying giving people they do matter more to me than getting mine you know what i'm saying like who the fuck are you if you uh, it say something about your personality if you willing to take credit for somebody else's work come on nah you know and people and uh, this is a whole nother segment but people come to me all the time with yo did you hear such and such basically shocked your show or this segment they doing it on this other show and you know what i'll be like it's fine because they not me and karen you could try to steal the entire fucking format in the name of the show and it wouldn't fucking matter Mm -mm. because we do this shit different than other people and i'm not saying that to be like because we so much better i'm saying those people do something different than the other people like everybody is doing something different so so nobody can really take your shine they could do everything they like they could try to be you you know we have listened to podcasts where it's obviously inspired by us literally almost note for note sex subject for subject song for song you could say those motherfuckers listen to blackout tips and say i'm gonna do the blackout tips my way right i'm not offended by that if anything yo i'm glad we inspired these people that's dope to me imitation is the highest form of flattery they say right yo i'm glad that you found your voice and it, maybe it started with us like comedy right you start out i want to i sounded like chris rock because he was my favorite comedian then you get better at it and now you sound like yourself i hope that i hope that that's happening mm-hmm. but because i look at shit that way doesn't mean give me the right to look at it that way for other people so i the lesson i learned from all of that stuff was to be like yo what do the people who originate these things want it was something i had never really considered i thought everybody was just hey we all having fun and 
but you have to think like maybe motherfuckers don't want everybody to know their shit agreed you know there's territorial there's propriety uh proprietorship there's ownership there's a lot of things that go into these moving parts so you know it's important to know like what's the origin story what do y'all want out of this am i getting in the way am i fucking up because you know you can fuck up not trying to fuck up that's how that's how i felt like damn i fucked up this whole hashtag shit not trying to you like thinking i'm helping you know so all that to say man like it felt like a weight off of my shoulder when the piece aired and you would think it would be the other way where i would be like ah but it was really more like i can breathe again yeah yeah because it's like i say we and we talked about it kind of after it came out yeah it was one of those things where we rested i i could sleep but i didn't really sleep sleep like it was just just a wild week yeah so thank y'all man for those comments and yeah it was dope man and shout out to vice man because they had us looking antonia steven they had they had they had me looking carice like i think she was a camera woman like everybody had us looking great like just you know like i said man and like shout out to your double ocean yeah and people and that's the other thing like people was <laughs> i love black folks and people was trying to like take shots and shit or you know like you know hinted jealous shit or whatever man i swear to god it didn't none of it made it through Mm-mm. everything none was of positive. it made it through none yeah. of it made it through like i'm twirling on you haters as beyonce would say because you just can't you really got to just concentrate on your race and what's good for you and let the, you know because if you consume that jealousy and misery guess what you're gonna be jealous and miserable so i i'm straight up just i concentrate on people that send us love and say thank you you know because you didn't have to do that Mm-mm. phil says um this is my first season uh oh actually damn we almost had the break oh man okay. that was a long segment my bad y'all uh let me go to the next segment and we'll be right uh right, we'll be back. right back on the air i'm gonna pause yeah. all right now back to this email phil says this is my first season with you all i finally found where the blacks can go and talk about this amazing shelf now first off i have to say that brand was in that dragon at the waterfalls uh he we all know that's how he gets down he's been watching folks get it in that's brands eugene start that's brand eugene start we're talking about uh wait he was in that dragon at the waterfall that was staring at um john and danny oh ha <laughs> i hope not i love this episode for the reunions that all happened this week but i'm waiting for a few more one being that mormont's meeting up i'm not sure jorah would want, would know liana since he got chased out of the country when ned was coming to put the hands and ice on him uh but you know little bear uh would hit him with a you are now you are no family of mine and a cold mean mug with a side eye to shame sansa for this week uh <laughs> now being a book reader it's time for me to hit you with the well actually glasses mm, we don't like book readers giving us well actuallys i'm gonna tell you right now i know you knew here but it's kind of whack okay i'm just saying uh well actually i have found my go-to reviews of this show uh, and all uh, uh, and all others are just second rate there i said it well okay you know what that kind of well actually i will take okay yeah we like them kind of well actually so yeah we don't okay. like them well actually i'm gonna spoil it because i'm a book reader because mm-hmm. i'm i'm special because i eyes can read one last thing i want to get your opinion on from a few seasons ago was the only white people that had a huge issue with sansa at the wedding scene she had with ramsey i chalked it up as how it is is how it is in the book and it is ramsey plus how this would most likely happen in this time frame in the world am i cra- the crazy one i love all you guys content thank you for all of it 
Phil, you can catch uh how we felt about it on our Game of Thrones uh behind the premium paywall. Like we have the recap still there, the the Dim Thrones feed, but mm-hmm. um the oh Thrones feed I think it's actually called. Um but the thing is, um I that I remember at the time being like, it's because it's Sansa and she has represented like white femininity on this show in yeah, a way that it broke a lot of people. That yeah, because when you looked at most of the pieces, it was by like white women that were very hurt. And it's like this show is full of sexual assault. They and, had a whole whorehouse. What are we talking about? Here? And a bunch of shit. But it was her specifically, even though they didn't show it. No, they did. It was her specifically that bothered people in a way that I think, you know, it just didn't bother people before. And maybe that made her more of a sympathetic character after that. Maybe people already were rooting for. Her. I don't know. Um, but uh, I do remember the backlash at that time. People talking about I'm a boycott the show, and you know probably lying they probably not boycotting but it was say no yeah it was that bothersome to a lot of people and i do think there's something to be said about the fact that they identify with her as a white woman character who also i mean there's a lot of white women characters but a white woman character who who had chosen femininity as her survival method right and said no you can't do this to her you know because all these other women they're whores or they're no-name characters Mm -hmm. or they're you know it was just different for other people anonymous said i almost shed a tear listening you guys on vice thank you so much for what you do and i can't wait to enjoy more episodes thank you thank you miss 1ko 1ko says man as soon as i as the black people went came to winterfell i was like they are really riding into uh mega country west coast god country um i was like i can't wait for rod and karen's review uh, justin's review i knew you would see what i saw we all saw a little more my face and i live sorry in advance for the long windedness i rewatched episodes from every season before this and had came around to not hate sansa and she is not stupid but i feel like we are supposed to believe she is the most crafty because she has survived i respect her struggle but the reason she hasn't she wasn't killed is because she was a token privilege not her craftiness if she was one of those whores she would have been dead she learned the most from Littlefinger in King's Landing being around those two monsters built her resilience but other than bringing the Vale soldiers at the last minute and knowing Cersei to be a liar what has she done to demonstrate her craftiness oh she's very very craftiness and it's all in what your definition of craftiness is because a lot of what you described is quite crafty like that like like you don't do that unless you have some kind of knowledge I mean because the thing is the way they was raised they were raised to like know the kings know the kingdoms know how know you know these people's name know the history know the backdrops and all those things i like how you just basically said if you ignore the fact that she literally saved winterfell and john snow's life um and quite possibly um is the only reason they will actually be able to confront the white walkers um is she even that smart like that's basically what you just said like if you take away the biggest thing to me that's like saying if Arya doesn't join the faceless men is she even crafty like well i guess not but why would you take the biggest fucking thing off the table you can't take that piece off um but uh yeah i think also um the she maneuvered herself away from joffrey um remember she was supposed to marry joffrey and shit and then uh and i think she was always trying to be close to to him not out of like her own selfish desire to be the queen Mm -mm. but to protect her father people always forget that she begged for her father's life just because it didn't work 
doesn't mean that wasn't a crafty thing to do it doesn't right. mean she wasn't trying people do crafty shit on the show all the time it don't work i mean when Ari was getting fucking shanked and almost died in that village like it's not like we knew how that was gonna work out we was all like is Ari about to die is this did she make a mistake fucking with this coat like i think there's just a the same way that certain people identify more with her because she represents like this kind of femininity uh stereotypical version um there's also that with um with people that don't like her you know and um like i said even with with aria she's privileged you know like they all we're all we're following all the privileged people on the show really you know even john snow was raised in the um in the uh uh in winterfell he was raised in the house of the starks like all these are the rich people we don't really follow the poor people on this show like mm-hmm. that I hope they give her time to really shine and not leave it at Arya saying that she is the smartest person she knows because knowing Littlefinger was playing her after he traded her to Ramsey is not crafty. I think it is. I don't know. I think she could have she could have chosen to think that he wasn't and then to trust that he was going to work it out and it would be fine. Um, and in the same vein, why did they dumb Tyrion down? He is supposed to be the smartest one on here. Um, I, I do think the show kind of humbles and goes back and forth with people. Um, and i think Tyrion is also um as smart as people want to give him credit for Tyrion has also made things he's had things that he thought was conventionally smart that have in the field and in battle have turned out to not be as smart agreed and there's no way to know until you do it i mean he came he's the one that came up with that plan that basically he didn't want to kill his sister and jamie and it's like if we attack this and we do this and we can avoid fighting them and it's like and you also put yourself in a weaker strategic position and i think that's something that like people will say he's being dumb i say he loves his family and he doesn't see the lannisters the way we see the lannisters because he grew up with the motherfuckers agreed uh now for the john danny john situation just like john is the northerners they don't trust danny she freed them slaves and led the dothraki they don't know john like people are out here acting like she is the most worst most power hungry person because she burnt them tarly dudes who had an option and dickon didn't really stick up for sam john rightfully so hung a kid also just as the boy stabbed home uh even though that little boy had a right to be mad um yeah i don't i don't know the daddy john thing i feel like danny is being looked at differently now because she's doing the shit to people we like agree because she's been doing this shit the whole time yeah um and that cut blood that they've been hinting at her cutthroatness has been like a thing that has given her kind of a bad reputation and she had a crazy ass daddy so people are like are you just like your crazy ass daddy so you know and that's always been a thing she kind of leans into you know she kind of leans into fuck that shit um and yeah the last time the northerners had a king from the a queen from the south come up brand ended up paralyzed and ned can't left and never was seen again like come on if they get together and rule together does any of this shit matter i know they are not going to do that and john has made some questionable choices too he's not perfect took a weight to sort took a white to cersei but not to his own people so they could understand the threat danny saw the threat and commands an army maybe she he should have shown it to the north since they big mad yeah maybe i don't know um i think john i mean i've been on saying john stupid so um i I think he's smarter now that he got killed yeah he had to die to learn 
yeah and he just has his priorities he know what's more important people won't listen to him Mm-mm. also brand is my new fave sansa is she if she becomes late the new lady elena i would get my life hope she learned from her too mimi thank you mm-hmm. writer chick says congrats on your vice episode you two look great thank you thank you saw them making us look great what do you think it's going to look like when we see some of our faves as they die join the army of the night king who i think is brand no idea uh i've heard that theory before but i don't i don't know man it would i I didn't think of that before but uh i would love to see like people die and then come back as whites um i think we're gonna see that and the actor get one more check Mm -hmm. book Bay says i technically haven't watched game of thrones since sean bean's character got killed but i keep up with it through articles and water cooler conversations i didn't realize how hype i was for the premiere of game of thrones till i realized that it would mean the return of your recaps more game of thrones recaps yes hearing my problematic fave justin in the mix is just icing on the cake whatever hashtag you use i'm down your hard work is so appreciated your podcast always a bright spot in my day heart thank you absent mind says superb recap lord and lady morrow i know i shouldn't encourage this but never change sir justin the most problematic in the preview of the next episode it looks like danny is about to drag jamie for killing her crazy ass father i hope sam channels all his anger and calls out her out on the hypocrisy and that would be some that would be some good tv his dad was trash but he would still have a point if sam really wants to be messy he could let it slip john is danny's nephew wishing wishful thinking on my part though given the recent events i understand why sam wasn't able to deliver the information to john with ease i love the interaction between sansa and danny sansa had a valid point about not bringing any provisions winterfell resources were pretty limited prior to john's departure i can't wait until the next recap episode piece oh yeah that's a great point that's what she meant all right cool i thought she was just being petty but you're right no they no. could have brought some food with them and they didn't Mm-mm. just showed up with stomachs like what's up hi it's wiz khaleesi of house well actually with some clarifications all right let's see where these go <laughs> jamie wasn't the one who sent the assassin in the books here and he and Tyrion figure out it was joffrey but never find out his motive the show mentions it as well but made it seem like he heard king robert say brand should have been put out of his misery and thought it might impress his dad who wouldn't who couldn't stand his psychotic ass yeah if i was supposed to pick that up and say that's that's who was i i i did not pick that up Mm -hmm. and uh the show should have done a better job of trying to display that shit because i definitely picked that up i had to go back and rewatch and see where that's at what episode was that Littlefinger took advantage of the conflict by giving the assassin Tyrion's dagger but hiring the assassin was all joffrey all right king robert was already dead when his bastard children were getting murdered that was joffrey again robert was fond of the bastards he was aware of and would support them financially from time to time oh yeah that's right i do remember that my bad after he died joffrey ordered the gold cloaks to kill them all just in case because the stannis letter outing him as an incest baby with no legitimate claim to the iron throne i know it's been a few seasons and we got ramsey right uh after but joffrey was an og villain and you will put respect on his name okay you gotta look carried away sansa already because <laughs> i can only go by how hbo show him well no i just i ain't putting no respect on his name no I mean, come on sansa already knew he, john he, he, he was an ass sansa already knew john bit the knee because uh, she got a raven when Littlefinger was still advising her that makes her shade even more delicious because she had some time to process the news and still was mad about it 
uh great recap as always started listening during the bernie so black days when i heard ride on twitter before i even knew you guys did recaps of game of thrones early 2016 thank you for providing space for us and being consistently authentic with who you are congrats on the vice news feature if you're pissed off those salty reverse racism is is real losers on youtube then you know you're doing something right come on thank you so much baby yeah i'm glad we seasoned enough for me to just be like nah, i'm not entertaining this roll my eyes Mm-mm. felix says hi guys felix here not even gonna lie i'm only jumping on the sands of high bandwagon this season i was still hating until pretty much the end of last season now that that i'm here though i'm enjoying the good shady sis danny uh the good sis shading danny yes she really was at her peak uh brand also really grown on me now and i find his only revealing plot reveal information when he feels like self very entertaining enjoying the enjoy the premiere and i'm looking forward to the rest of the season last thing before i peace out so i felt masandi and gray weren't so much when they noticed that schism from the northerners i live in england and as a black northern lad myself i've seen that face over the years shout out to my neighbors who currently complaining to be a a campaign to be a city councilor for the ukip i really enjoyed the racist pamphlets you send everybody mate all right (laughs) enjoyed the show as always y'all the best game of thrones recasting the game felix out thanks felix thank you eve just said just wanted to show say how proud i am you guys how far you come you two deserve all the good things happening to you i love the vice piece i laughed at all the butthurt snowflakes upset about black people watching game of thrones those comments were so ridiculous your recap was good as usual i'll miss them thrones party because partly because of the community we built around this show and the people the person i hate the most this season is jamie since the fucking push a kid out a window motherfucking bastard i hope bronx puts an arrow through his head and uh bron puts an arrow through his head and aria takes his face fuck him forever listen evie listen now see finally you done said something i can agree with i've been seeing these people taking their turn on like how he a good guy now Mm-mm. 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 he long overdue for the Push death kid at the window he long overdue for the permanent death dog i don't want to see this Mm-mm. try to act like he cool the things i do for love nigga what you set this off you have to go you are part of the reason why we're here Mm-mm. no respect trey says congrats on the vice segment rod and karen so well deserving earned love y'all both so much for keeping me sane through all this madness we are experiencing right now i know you two say you're just two people giving your opinions but trust me rod and karen it's opinions like these that definitely need to hear we need to hear more of in this current trash ass world lol thanks again peace and blessings always thank you thank you appreciate it man always showing love mm-hmm. and lastly the poll was should john tell danny he's related to her yes or no yes nip it in the bud or no it's too late take take that shit to your grave son karen <laughs> knowing john he will but should he is the question should he no but knowing john he will okay. i think he should tell her just nip it in the bud 81 percent of people agree with me 19 percent of people agree with you it's too late take it to the grave charles says i don't know about nipping in the bud incest is obviously not a big thing for the ruling classes of westeros but still tell her and keep knocking them dragon queen boots yeah charles i know what you trying to say but don't john snow feel like the type that would be have a problem with it he would maybe i'm wrong and they gonna have the character be like man i don't give a fuck about that shit but i can't see john not giving a fuck Coke says i'm telling you again cersei has not been pregnant since time and she is in menopause quiburn is not telling her because he has an agenda too that's the real story i want to see anyway i've been waiting two years you guys don't disappoint see you next week i'll see you Coke. thank you 
burt reynolds says danny ain't gonna <laughs> from the grave danny ain't gonna give up that john snow mouth game either he gonna sling dick or become Dra- drogon's popeye special detroit detroit retiree sim, sim says yes i voted it with john- some cajun sparkle <laughs> some dragon sparkle shot three guys on detroit retiree sim says yes i voted that john snow should tell danny that she is his aunt not only to nip it in the bud but also let her know that by birth he should be the king she should have time wrapped to wrap her head around that fact yeah i'm afraid she gonna find that out and eat his ass with one of them dragons that's my whole thing another key point in this episode is that ned umber uh played by harry grasby was the boy that was nailed to the wall by the white walker slash night king he was set fire to in the last part of the episode i did confirm that online thank you this meant that the arrival of john danny and her crew to winterfell happened in the past since in the meeting ned umber asked for more equipment but at the end he was nailed to the wall keep up the good work rod care aka hollywood thank you yeah yeah i think this show has had to do some things to tell the story where they had to play with time and be like yeah this is not happening in the linear or necessarily like most fathomable order right but in a storytelling order this is what needs to happen and we didn't got that many shows so like back in the day in season one i feel like they wouldn't have killed that boy that episode they would have killed him like two three episodes later agreed all right um we did get a couple of voicemails let me see if i can play those i think this is uh amon 704-557-0186 you can uh leave us two minutes or less voicemails on skype and we will play them on the show hey ron karen this is iman um i was just listening to i think this monday's episode and just commenting on you know younger people and social media like I think it's just really easy to kind of fall into the social media trap and I think a lot of young people I guess are just trying to avoid that now because I know with my eldest nephew and my baby brother um, my nephew is 12 going on 13 and my baby brother is 14 going on 15 and I just use like Instagram to kind of talk and connect with them but I take like Facebook breaks often or just as many times I need to when I see that I'm like kind of going down the rabbit hole Mm -hmm. but that's I guess the positive thing is that that's how I keep connected with them because like when I'm in person with them they don't really have anything to say but on Instagram and then their stories, you know, they'll actually be more earnest with me, which is weird. At least for me, it's weird. But yeah, like, even over the weekend, I had to give myself like a talking down to, like, you need to calm the hell down, Iman, because, I mean, a lot was happening that weekend because I was coming down from my daughter's birthday party. And I'm an introvert and, you know, parties drain me. And so, and then I was just feeling so happy away because my daughter's turning eight or she turned eight and I was like what is life my baby and so I was like oh let me listen to something relaxing let me listen to the uh feedback show and then I got my feelings because uh, Rod was like oh I'm not gonna read this because of the theories quote unquote and I was like why do I feel so- uh-oh she got cut off on off it's wrapping it up now going to the second email I mean second voicemail that she left 
But yeah, so I was saying, why do I, I was questioning myself, like, Iman, why do you feel sad about that? I was like, Rod doesn't know you. You don't know Rod. Like, it's nothing personal. Like, you made a mistake. Like, I was like, oh, I'm a bad fan. I forgot that he didn't like theories. Oh, I was like, you're excited and you want to share your thoughts. It's like, calm the hell down, girl. I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and I just got over it. I was like, all right, okay, it's just a thing. Um, but, yeah, so I think it's just really easy to fall in that trap. And I understand, like, why a lot of people end up leaving certain social media platforms. Like, I know I left Twitter. I was like, okay, it's too much for me. Like, you know, more power to people who can handle it, you know, and there are things about it that I miss. But, like, there's so many platforms out there, and I was like, uh-uh, I can't do this one. But then the other thing oh, is about the um, vaccine. Yes, I did do proper, quote-unquote, research and reading about the chickenpox vaccine. <laughs> and my doctor, uh, my daughter's doctor gave me a lot of pamphlets and other things, and I went on the CDC website and looked it up. Because I didn't know that my children used to die of chickenpox. Yes, they did, because baby. Because so people are just like, oh, it's something you were supposed to get. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know kids were dying of it. And then... Mm-hmm. Of course, you can get the shingles when you're adult, and if I can spare my child that pain, because I know I got my chicken pox when I was 12, and it was absolutely horrible, and I was miserable. So, and then I just gave her, got her her vaccine a few months later after I did my reading up on it. So, yeah, all right, that's it. Love you guys. Bye. Uh, you too, Ma. Thank, Thank you. you, baby. Uh, two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, when you're dealing with kids and younger children particularly kind of that beginning of a teenage age for most people it's weird and children don't talk and children you know you do have some children they talk they talk 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 but a lot of children they don't talk it's a weird age they're going through homeowner stuff they think they're the only one they don't know how to you know communicate things to you they don't know if you're going to look at them differently you know um and so when you go online you almost have that buffer so a lot of children, yes, they are a lot more open up online because they, you know, you don't always have to have that human interaction, you know, with people. And and it's something that, you know, is, I'm not going to say it has to be taunt, but every child is different. Every child's personality is different. Some children go, no, I'm not going to talk to you. Why? Because you're related to me or you're my adult or I, you're an adult and I feel embarrassed and all types of stuff. You know, that's a really, really strange age for a lot of children, for most children. And also something else I wanted to to piggyback on all these vaccinations and stuff we have motherfuckers died from them that's why we have vaccinations <laughs> you know like chicken pox shingles you know polio all this stuff they really fucked people up a lot and i'm like you i didn't know i, I also thought that um it was like you're just supposed to get it but you know we have we're on a place of modern medicine so imagine people catching this years ago and decades ago and centuries ago and you don't have any modern medicine you don't have a way to figure it out you don't even know what the fuck it is so you know the reason why people could say just get it because so many people are being vaccinated and i had a i've had a friend of mine got the shingles and that shit ain't that shit ain't a motherfucking joke and it's actually worse in adults than it is in children and also when it comes to like chicken pox and shingles you get it literally all over your body like in your eyes and your nose like you get it everywhere like it ain't nothing to fuck with so when it comes to these vaccinations get get your vaccinations baby and i'm glad you did your proper research to learn 
yeah it just scares me when people say research on the internet with vaccinations because i'm like just please don't be jenny mccarthy please don't. and um yeah as far as the, the the um theories for game of thrones i like i just try to avoid a lot of them just because i feel like like uh we'll see what they're gonna tell us you know we got five episodes left they'll show us what they want to show us i think like we might speculate on the show and people are listening to us they want to hear our speculations and stuff but you know sometimes i feel a little let down and then once the shit starts leaking which we know that shit's gonna probably happen again this year right and then we have to shut down all of that stuff because motherfuckers really will like wash your head and then come in and be like i think the dragon's gonna eat two people Mm -hmm. and then they're gonna talk and you're like you just saw the show right and they're getting these message boards and all that stuff and it's like nah i just want to enjoy the show so no baby it wasn't personal yeah and we got a last e- uh, voicemail from uh this is from allegra hello karen and rod it is allegra and i'm calling because i saw your clip on the vice episode last night um and it was amazing you guys are so adorable i'm so super excited for you guys congratulations thank you um it, everything looks great i love the way that they fused your clip in with the group that was watching um, the Game of Thrones. That was amazing. I love every minute of it. I'm so excited for you guys and congrats and I hope you guys were pleased with it too. Alright, talk to you later. Bye. Uh, thank oh, you, Allegra. God, thank you. We were pleased. We were very pleased, man. They did us right and um, it was such a fun segment to watch even and oh man, it was so freaky seeing people like talk about us and talk about the show you know like yeah i can't wait to see what ryan has to say and i'm like oh my god this is real there's so much pressure we have to make sure it's good um yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and i think i said got to be so good and i think for me uh it was like like almost like unreal you know uh for me because even i'm like even once i saw uh, the clip when it started off with Roderick, I was still like, "Am I gonna be on it, or, mm-hmm. or how are they gonna chop it?" Like, it, y'all don't realize the nerves. And once it went through, I was like, oh, "Okay, I looked good. I was right. gorgeous, you know." Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things. But oh, that's me, me looking at me. <laughs> it was great. I was like a little kid. All right, last. This is the email. This is the last thing. Uh, Taryn writes in. So Taryn is the woman who wrote that part of that thing about Megan Kelly. And I just went ahead and responded to it on the show because I was like, I don't want to wait a week. And I also want to cut this, like, let's just nip this in the bud now. And I was like, I wasn't even sure if it wasn't just our, a troll who was writing in, pretending to be this woman. Because we've had that happen before. We've dealt with that before. And it's, it's like a big waste of time. And I hate when people do stuff like that. And I normally just don't even respond to people if I feel that way. But turns out she's not a troll. Uh, she's not a make it up person she responded back she just i guess she didn't have time during the week uh she says i'm catching up on my podcast i usually hear most of them during the week on the weekends or when i have a free moment i'm listening to read the feedback apparently someone thinks i'm a fake person um no i work full-time i'm a mentor lead my pride networking group plus i am an mba student full-time reply when i can which is usually weekends or late at night if i'm awake so whoever said that can hush i'm not gonna lie i didn't say it but i was feeling it i i'm not gonna lie i was like oh this might be a fake person because but only because we've had people do this before and that's the thing we've had people do that before and because when 
you read certain things and you hear you see certain language it and it almost follows that same pattern and it was said like late in the night and stuff i'm like uh oh and when i was plied back i didn't get a response i'm like oh so this like like are you real because we've we've had it happen before too where they're not a real person the email account ain't real so i didn't reply because i only heard that clip and wanted to watch the full episode to get more context for applying to your email which i did so i understand now that you what you were saying i don't watch the view so i always try to reconsider not following crowds and just agreeing with what everyone says that doesn't make me lost uh i don't think obama has scandals i also don't think he's perfect but no politician can be but that's what i thought she was trying to reference i see now it was just to compare to trump so it's completely different you're right racism is definitely how we got trump i should probably rephrase what i meant i don't think we realize how truly racist people were for example after learning more than 50 percent of white women voted 53 percent voted for obama <laughs> no, i mean 50 percent of white women voted for obama um but are usually the ones smiling in our faces every day saying they support us it is a bit of a shock to see trump come after obama because we thought we had allies but it's just a reminder that we don't have as many as we thought oh for sure i know a lot of people felt betrayed by white women seeing mm-hmm. the the turnout for trump man i know a lot of people to this day you know they're not gonna be that that has made some um that has broken some bonds that'll never be healed never like i don't know and i i hate to put too much of a hyperbole on it but this shit might be up there with white women getting the right to vote and being like so this feminism thing uh yeah it's, it's just for us sis you know like it, that's how it feels man there's a big betrayal hopefully that makes more and especially because trump was so like misogynistic and so and the republican party is so misogynistic and then for you to be like but i gotta support this guy I, nah over the first white woman candidate who had a chance to win like nigga you never gonna undo that Mm-mm, you don't need support your everybody looking like but bitches y'all this is y'all people right this y'all people hopefully that makes more sense i wouldn't think we were going to move that far to the right that's why i said living in a bubble because we underestimated just how racist this country still is we knew uh we knew police but it's pro- people we face every day that we would least expect that's why i felt we were stupid in a sense we trusted the country that historically and even now showed us time and time again that we aren't valued or seen as equal we have moments we get excited but this fight won't end anytime soon and the right is stupid because they're racist that's not playing both sides it was a misunderstanding of edited clip period okay hopefully it makes more sense by taryn taryn first of all it does make more sense yes it does baby um and i'm sorry the uh you know that uh that we you know like i said i had to stop and be like i have to talk about this now because i was like i don't want people also emailing in to like join in and be like i disagree but also i just it was it was so the way i was understanding what you were saying it was just so like it was like every last like microaggression that people put on black people to be like see it's really like both sides you know and i thought that's what you were going at and i'm sorry for misunderstanding you um that being said i i don't know that it's a we thing on that like how racist the country was how we trusted them to have chains and allies i don't know that that's really the we part i don't think black people really were taken off guard at least not to me by trump's racism i think we were the canary in the coal mine many cases being like he's going to win i remember mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. that to some to white friends at the time and i remember saying that to 
it might have been another podcast we never took him as a fucking joke so i'm about that in the chat room the whole time we was like y'all this ain't a game this ain't a joke ain't no time for chuckling what the fuck is this i'm like he is singing their song and they love this song and so i think the we for that one i'm not 100 sure that the we is us that are in the bubble of, of blackness but i can see white people maybe that were in the bubble of liberalism feeling like yeah it's straight like people came around the country understands we got obama now and they never understood mm-hmm. you know i to this day there's still white people that are so critical of obama and i'm like yeah but you part of the reason that his presidency didn't go as good as it could have and you also part of the reason that we got trump so i feel what you're saying on on like there is some liberal responsibility and culpability to the fact that we have trump because a lot of white people voted for obama and went we won so we don't have to worry about policies we don't have to worry about putting pressure on anybody we don't have to we won did our job we're going home uh miss crystal writes in ilhan in episode 1880 roger hey 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 blah 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 smoochie smoochie smoochies now that the formalities are over let me know if this is being an ignorant american sim- simplifying experiences of an immigrant i feel that representative omar is being the chop chop letting the chopper spray and is okay with or has made peace with the consequences of possibly death because she's faced physical danger in her home country which is why she had to become a refugee and fled to the u.s in the first place she's dealt with extremists from before but with a different face I feel that this is the equivalent to only Congress people who dealt with American apartheid. Our elders like John Lewis and Maxine Waters pop off because they're they've dealt with clear and present danger. They're not there, I say, snowflakes. What do you guys think about that? Am I oversimplifying experiences? Am I off base for conjuring up an image of other people's experiences? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Same. Uh, i I wish i i don't i'm not an internationalist enough to really know like the like why was ill why was ilhan forced to to be a refugee what was going on in her country what other dangers has she faced was she outspoken in her country and she was one of the people that had to leave like was in a asylum situation i don't know enough about her and then i feel like me speculating is probably just me speculating without may probably making shit worse right also i'm team let all the but i do think the the first thing you said i do agree with i absolutely do think she knows the consequences of what she said and she um uh and that she has made peace with the fact that she would rather speak truth to power than to be like i'm gonna just let this shit slide you know i don't think she got a death wish or nothing i'm Mm -mm. sure she don't want to be a martyr correct but i think anyone in the public position like hers has been like well i'm just gonna say this shit and if people get mad about it at least i'm telling the truth also i'm team let all the democrat candidates cook allowing the cream to rise to the top let joe cook and he let his critics cook let bernie cook but also let the dnc cook and not support him and let the chips fall where they may i'm going to continue to sip on my tea watching all the sparks fly into the primaries mind you i'm still a blank slate on everybody and will be probably like a month before the primaries and of course i'm voting for the democratic nominee yeah i'm ready for these motherfucking debates to start uh you know what i can i'm finally to the point that i'm like okay but for me i'm like let's get to the end fuck it (laughs) i want debates i don't know what these niggas policies are stand for only person talking about policies is elizabeth warren which is why you know people keep being like elizabeth warren that's the one with that should be in the lead she the one talking about policies and I, i'm not knocking her but i'm saying like because she the only one talking about policies and we're a year and a half out or whatever the fuck it is 
that's the reason that people are saying that but we don't know the other people's policies when they put out platforms maybe we'll feel differently right but yeah put out some fucking policies i don't care about this shit i don't listen i'm not everybody keeps framing it as being an adult and saying like no the adults in the room have to care about who retweets so and so i am an adult and being an adult means you have less time to spend on frivolous shit so let's Let's get get to the fucking issues i don't care about like somebody's hair i don't care about like uh you know who's dating who or this campaign thing or this like what are you gonna do next what are you gonna do in 2020 if you win that's the only thing i care about everything else is a waste of my time like i don't know man that shit be bothering me man i'll see well you know uh back in the day he did i what the fuck he gonna do next what is he doing today what everybody got mis- today? all i guarantee every last one of these motherfuckers got a reason to not vote for them i'm interested in what the reasons are to vote for them that's it like i'm not doing the twitter games with y'all niggas Mm-mm. um i'm watching this like it's love and democracy america like bernie disrespected cory on his own turf in front of his own woman his woman where rosario issues social why rosario issues oh is socialist leaning cory don't know how to handle all of that but can bernie scoop that up right in front of cory salad or who's the <laughs> or whose showcase will obama go to joe biden who his ride or die for almost a decade and got that surgery he likes or the young fresh exotic feisty hot and popping kamala harris uh whom big O wouldn't mind smashing her ag cakes and smithereens come on turn in next tune in next week to find out cue music this is life this is the life this is the life ain't nothing uh anyway uh like democracy this is the life bling uh love you guys and let me um know if i'm off base or anything hugs kiss miss crystal i mean like i said i don't even feel like it was off base i don't, mm-hmm. like i'm not looking at it as much as entertainment uh and stuff like i'm really just trying to see what their issues are i really want these niggas to debate real talk and i and like you said i am interested in stuff like who will obama endorse or stump for that's gonna be very important um stuff like that but nigga just get to these goddamn debates i don't i don't even really care about the town halls right now because they during the town halls they don't talk about issues that's the biggest waste of time i've been having right now is like they talk like in general but not specifics like what because it's gonna when you have 19 people guess what it's gonna come down to y'all it's gonna come down to specifics for me you know it's gonna be like well what's the difference between you and this person we all know y'all better than trump shit like everyone better than trump but what 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 makes you better than the 18 other people uh Tonya says hey rod and karen it's toy i am glad that y'all are done with your student loans yet so damn jealous my boyfriend and i are getting serious and have had conversations about what we'll do to combine our finances we both have a lot of student loans because we made a john c smith university a private hbcu in charlotte north carolina oh baby i know that they were people was asking me why don't you go john c i was like did you do you see the prices yeah it was a very expensive college i actually ended up leaving and finishing at uncc because i couldn't afford to go there anymore my bf did finish out and in turn he has more loans than me yeah i uh when i was uh applying to colleges people was asking me about that too but that tuition dog yeah i would, I would look like woo! i looked at the you know how you you ring it up the shit and you go and you were like dee, 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 dee. you were like how much and they tried to front on me like they weren't gonna give me no scholarship which is a no-go because my listen i'm not bragging but i was smart 
so y'all was like both the places that tried to hit me with the man we'll see about maybe we can get you a little bit of help i'm like nigga you gonna get the fuck out of my face i'm going somewhere for free then we damn i'm gonna be saddled with these shits for the rest of my life uh <laughs> uh my boyfriend is traditional southern gentleman so he wants to be in a position where i don't have to work and i don't want to if i don't want to i'm sorry however my student loan payment minus the income-based repayment program is 700 dollars a month for 25 years Woo. Half, that's half the rent that's the rent that's the rent right there uh his is a lot higher than mine because he also has some private student loans i reassured him that though i might i would be flattered to not have to work a regular nine to five once we were married i have to at least work part-time to pay all my student loans i just don't think it's fair for him to to take on both of our debts like that i'm sure that i'm more than likely go back to education field again we'll see anywho congrats i guess throws in shade all right you look at us like signs i was looking at danny right now the the loans are yours my majesty your majesty um yeah i i mean that sucks man i don't know how any dude right now is able to get by on that southern gentleman like i'm gonna take care of everything thing i mean you gotta be real fortunate to like you must got money money yeah a lot you know most households have two functioning adults a lot of households have more functioning adults a lot of people they were like i got to have a roommate and a non-roommate is not an option you need money to be able to take care of somebody like that and then the bills shit um and then it's like also if that's what you want you know like i know that's what a lot of men think women want but you know like you might want some shit to do during the day too i don't you know what i mean a job right. don't have to be a bad thing maybe you even have the luxury of finding a more fulfilling job or a job right. that's easy a job that's close to home you know you get some you get some luxuries to your job it's like all right let me take care of this part um with you on bernie fans can i just say oh this is kathy who says can i just say i blame bernie sanders and his fans for trump those people should have gotten behind hillary 100 percent, but they fucking didn't they stayed home they voted for trump uh, or some third party candidate i don't understand why the dems let him in when he's not a real democrat i like some of his ideas but not everything i think there are better uh, there are other way better candidates but like you if he gets nomination i will vote for him because we can't have four more years of trump these motherfuckers better not screw us if they don't get their way again this time heard about the podcast on vice news i'm glad i found it kathy thank you baby thanks kathy and as far as bernie man like i'm trying so hard to just not be negative about the dude because honestly i don't have that many problems with him his policies and shit everything when that comes with him my main problems with him are just the double standard that he benefits from you know he tried to to usurp um the Dem- the dnc and then was and was mad that they was like dog you don't go here you're and, not supporting nobody you're not doing down ticket what is this and he seemed to have so many fans that were just completely uneducated on the process and i think for for a large part that's also um for a large part though that's also good like those people were new and he brought those people into the process for Agreed. a large part and they were uneducated but that loss will teach them a lot and maybe this time around they won't be as like naive or silly or whatever so i don't know i hope that's a, i hope that's all it is uh but yeah i don't like his i'm more of a pro, my problem with him is more of, he sounds a lot like republicans on certain social issues 
with his old like dip, pivot to the economy and no, uh, stay away other candidates have identity politics and and basically every other candidate that's not a white man he's saying that the only reason they're in the race and that people would vote for them is that they're not a white man i pick up on those dog whistles and that bothers the fuck out of me you know and 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 if if, if i'm gonna have a candidate um i don't want if i'm gonna have a white man candidate who proclaims to be woke he can't be up there like well if you want to vote for these other people you know who are running on identity politics i see i know what that means his appeal to trump voters i know what that means so which he's never gonna get yeah i'm not a fan so if that you know but i i mean i'm not a fan of that but him i'm not i don't have as much a problem with him but i'm just not a fan of when he does that kind of shit you know uh hey y'all winner is finally here self-elected treasurer a self-elected treasurer and receive holder of signs i have i just wanted to say can all the bad bitches stand up we're going to have a we're going to take a minute to give an honorable mention to Ryder Karen for their persistent and consistent standing of our queen we stands a hive all day every day we ain't come to play with y'all we don't get ready we stay ready how signs are the only bitch in the seven rounds to realize cersei is a lying scheming ass bitch cersei is nothing if not consistent white privilege is being consistently fucked up but giving a benefit of the doubt next time the difference between Sansa and all them other niggas isn't her trauma it's that her conti- she continuously grows and learns from her past she refuses to make the same mistakes again and again meanwhile all the other niggas aka Jon Snow be making the same mistakes and are shocked every time they get betrayed <laughs> even our newly elected president Arya be knowing and she has she was the previous president of the I hate Sansa Howard so I don't <laughs> so I don't want to hear any more disrespect on Sansa's name secondly the men on this show consistently underestimate undermine and sabotage any strong and powerful female men's egos are often the direct cause for women's suffering or death so i didn't shed one tear for that lying weak ass cross-eyed ain't got no hair on my balls umber boy the night <gasps> the night king had him looking like art deco hanging up on that wall and it was good <laughs> meanwhile bad bitch ride or die lady Lord mormont whom we stand we also stand be on these niggas next is alive and well ain't that something lastly Euron reminds me of the nigga from work who ain't shit is mad disrespectful but somehow produces excellent work his official ass stole yara went to king's landing to then the essos picked up the alt-right came back to westeros Uh and still find time to turn up meanwhile it took theon eight fucking seasons to make one decent act and follow it through even then he was willing to risk it all and sail back to the iron islands if yara said so sansa hive ain't never forget reek anyway thanks uh y'all for this amazing community you created i can't wait to hear your recap sending all my love from australia uh t guest uh t guest uh or yellow on twitter thank you thank you you out there with wonga yeah but he originally had sent this uh i think before the recap but for some reason i put it in the wrong folder so but we might be moving all of that kind of shit to uh to the feedback show anyway yeah i think we may so just to make the recap shorter um let's see who else we got here got like five more emails uh dough stacks good evening rod king rod and queen karen of house tips as well as sir j trillius lannister of house debarge as a logical and pragmatic person i felt every ounce of signs of motherfucking frustration seeing danny and john rolling to winterfell with like fifty thousand niggas and two dragons because after sansa had to prepare winterfell for winter and danny got the nerve to come to winterfell shading signs are no less the same signs that was has to run winterfell since john's blown 
uh wider open than the his nose is blown wider open than the damn wall i felt that frustration uh, uh, uh. shout out to lady mormont sanza and aria all having a similar this dumb nigga is in love look at john throughout the episode like john and danny would be sweet and cute if one they weren't aunt and nephew and two if either of these pale dumbasses had answers for sanza's logistics questions uh speaking of questionable fucking cersei decided to see what that euron dick do and i think he was graded out a man plus uh <laughs> c plus yeah the um her back didn't look too bone out the umber boy being pinned to the wall like a calendar had me jump back from my computer what in the fuck was that i hope y'all have a great evening peace thank you yeah my favorite thing on the rewatch is seeing their backs turn to him and then you see his eyes open and they're blue and it's before he starts screaming oh that that shook me ashley says hi rod and karen and hopefully oh this is i'll say so i guess she's pre-writing for next week but i'm gonna read it now because you wrote it now and uh it'll be one less thing we have to read on the feedback um feedback Mm -hmm. and hopefully jamel firstly thank you for your excellent recast i always say you guys do the best ones but i didn't realize how much i missed them until you came back i wanted to discuss cersei's pregnancy because i was surprised a lot of people seem to think the wine was indicative of her not being pregnant these scenes with Tyrion that you guys mentioned from last season he didn't realize she was pregnant because she wasn't drinking wine he realized it because she was touching her stomach so i don't think her drinking wine now tells us anything either way what about marjorie was it marjorie that didn't drink the wine i feel like there was somebody pregnant on this show who was like i'm off the wine and then the other person was like <gasps> like this mean you pregnant but maybe i'm tripping and i said maybe marjorie because uh cersei looked at her like bitch yeah i feel like that was a thing that happened on this show it was i don't know if it was cersei or marjorie but one of them i do think but I, i'll google it afterwards because I, I like i said i don't want to be wrong i do think cersei sleeping with your eye could be part of a plan um and she's going to do the same thing with him that she did with the night with king robert pretend her child with jamie is his and maybe the sad look on her face was because she was anticipating being able to tell everyone about her incest baby but jamie left her so she's back to square one maybe all of this is irrelevant because i don't really think cersei will be alive for very long right but if she is pregnant there could be some poetic justice in her dying in childbirth like her mother did having Tyrion, especially after the way she treated Tyrion all these years mm. anyway that's all thank you again for the laughter over the years i'm gonna miss your recast as much as the actual show oh thanks ashley yo what if what if the baby dies in her stomach and then the, the night king resurrects it uh and then it eats his okay that's 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 not gonna happen uh elizabeth you never know elizabeth says hi and big love in them thrones hi queen karen queen rod and queen justin i a huge welcome back to them thrones and a huge congratulations on my face kevin karen and rob our house blackout tips okay so it is season one and everyone's still alive what are the tbgwt words where in westeros do you live what animal or instrument of torture shout out to house bolton do you have on your banners who is your meister meister with whom do you have beef uh who do you feel about how do you feel about the wildlands do you make it to season eight um i don't know i feel like if uh i feel like we would be house jackson as we've established on the show mm-hmm. uh, of course our uh our seal our, our logo on our flag would be some chicken or the black power fist one of them or might be a, 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 a crossbreed of both yeah matter of fact i have this i have the seal here uh you guys can't see it unless you're watching in the chat but 
this is what it looks like house mm-hmm. jackson with the black power fist and the banner uh house jackson approved mm-hmm. um, is one of the posters at negro con yeah so i feel like that's what um what it would look like um the the black power fist um and maybe some chicken um on there like a drumstick of some type um let's see where do we live in westeros i mean definitely the south side come on where it's warm wherever it's warm we don't have english accents we have southern accents we're not going to the north i would love to be the only people on the show with a southern accent everybody else is like lord bolton what should we do and then we come in like hey listen hey cause i don't know i don't know about all this I man i don't know about all that, <laughs> that shit. yo king magic just saw man black people would be mad as fuck if we ain't had no english accents dog oh my god but i would love it but yeah i know that that would piss off black people so bad if they like why the black people got to have the southern accent like it's cool um let's see who is our meister um maxine waters i think would be a good meister meister maxine uh if she would do the honors um with whom do we have beef who we have beef um i mean i guess everybody got beef with the lannisters um so i don't know the lannisters man i don't know who we have beef with me either whoever fuck with us you know we mind our business yeah that would be our thing that yeah our words would be uh don't start nothing won't be nothing come on that would that would be the motto yeah they'd be like uh house jackson don't start nothing won't be none uh uh how do you feel about wildlands we cool with them long as they don't eat our kids we fucks with you come on uh did you make it to season eight yes because we left everybody alone <laughs> everybody alone it's just us it was like them niggas was frying chicken like they like you gonna help with these white walkers no Mm-mm. if you want would you like some chicken to go yeah take the chicken with you while you die i might be the only one who was underwhelmed by john and aria reunion however the recap changed everything that was brilliant can we please give it up to the young actors and how much their skill has grown since season one yes this email is too long so i'll stop here thank you both so much love beth at how about beth on twitter thank you thank you and we appreciate those uh those questions that felt like being on fan rose all right equally asked questions the guac is extra so um uh caritha caritha i'm sorry must pronounce that wrong caritha says dear rod and karen and the name of this is in the dms i'm writing just to make sure just to make sure the record is straight i've been in y'all's dms it did not take hbo for me to slide on in and i'm serious <laughs> about mine i don't even watch game of thrones or listen to your recaps but i rep y'all so much that someone tagged me on facebook assuming i do i guess because i probably wear my blackout to a sweatshirt and several t-shirts i also attend the live show got the post eliminated and have it on display in my office so just remember i ain't one of them brand new fans from your ass seen on hbo days keep shining it's such a joy to witness love y'all caritha <laughs> i seen it and i like it baby it's on the back of her uh door yeah i also uh remember when she wrote in and said that she's not funny or whatever and i'm like okay oh, whatever you're hilarious yeah. you're funny oh uh, that was hilarious all that book knowledge right and uh yeah I, I mean listen there are people that are sending us like do this do that can you do this can i be on this can i like it is a lot yeah, we feel more attention right uh we practicing uh i mean not practicing i'm sorry actually in the red chat we are we are 
reading through it and picking mm-hmm. us our spots because you can't just say yes to everything and nope. do everything no you can't don't have the time and all that stuff so we'll see what opportunities arise out of this if any um and you know sometimes it means saying no sometimes it's you know people just hitting us up because they think it's just a way to get on and mm-hmm. i don't know what to tell y'all we not on so people really, th- <laughs> people really think that though don't they if you think we all like some gatekeeper type like we about to get mm-hmm. you on nigga we not on like that so like we are black supported by black listeners we super serve with black shit and there are other people that listen in and support us as well but this is mostly just a black show by two niggas in the spare bedroom so come on we ain't exactly like you know any level of like gatekeepers that can like make make you do anything we're not doing so mm-hmm. good luck to everybody um all right that's it this is a long feedback show but well worth it feedback shows may be longer in the future just because i think i'm gonna move the game of thrones feedback to the feedback show agreed um so until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.